Throughout the World, episode 253 of the Chamberlain Chance Knowledge Podcast. My name is Chance. I do nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and with me, as always, is Chamberlain. I, I don't do much either. I, uh, I cut meat. You cut, yeah, okay. Alex, you you yeah, made like chairs, and Chance chairs. keeps the Canadian government buzzing. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> in fact, I'm kind of jealous of both of yours because both of you are actually doing something tangible with your hands. It, I'm like, it is true. I'm, ver- I'm very much shoveling digital. Um, how would you describe it? Shit. Uh, yeah, well, digital, I wouldn't describe it as digital shit. I would describe it Miscellania? as digital snow. Digital snow. Not miscellaneous. Administrative snow. Okay. I shovel administrative snow, and there's always more snow tomorrow, and there'll always be more snow. Mm. And yeah, whatever. Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's the government. Classes. Yeah. There'll always be snow. So I got a job. And I'm I'm grateful for my job. I am. I got a Who lot of Who doesn't love paying but, rent and eating? But yeah, but you know what? Eating is a big one and livelihood is a big one. And being able to say you know, I wanna I wanna watch that what was it? That Kate Mulligan movie. Um, oh, uh, a promising young, young woman. woman. Yeah, yeah, promising young woman. It's been like available to rent for twenty bucks or something on PSN for weeks. Yeah. And I keep on seeing it going. Ooh, Carrie Mulligan clicking, going. Ooh, twenty, <laughs> 20 bucks, bucks for rent. For, no. know, twenty I bucks know. for a rental. Fuck that. Oh, people like it. Uh, but that's the thing. I'm this weekend. If it hasn't dropped in price, I'm probably gonna pull the trigger on that because there's nothing else to watch right now. I'm getting into Fargo. Like, like again. Like the four season that just came out, directed by uh, uh, Chris Rock. It's it's okay. It's pretty good. It's you know, um, sort of like a forties like crime drama in Kansas City. Forties? Mm-hmm. I thought it was set in like the nineties. Was it? No, I thought it was Fargo. Yeah, the fourth season. Oh, oh, oh God, it, I wait, it, it bounces around. Jesus. It does. Jesus. So it has no, nothing. No, it has no nothing idea. to do with the movie. No, absolutely nothing. Oh God, no! It's in Kansas City too. It's, it's not even it's, in the it's Midwest. Just, it's just kind of that tone. Well, oh. it's it's te- literally the four season and like, what did I know that uh, Chris Rock's in it? I think he directed a couple episodes too. It's beautifully Ooh. shot, hypnotic to watch. It revolves around like the premise that like the crime families of Kansas City like trade sons so that it, you know it brings peace for a while, but it. It ends like three times in the first episode of one side killing the other side. It's just like, why do they keep doing this, guys? It, yeah, it hasn't worked I, I once. Would... It's like trying to set it up as like a crime fairy tale, but it's just even up right off the bat, it doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> but I once I once walked into the office of a manager at work mm-hmm. when I was when I was like an entry level position, and I said I needed this weekend off. And he stood up, walked to a cupboard, opened the door, and inside on the door were a series of handwritten notes from other people in my position promising him their firstborn child. What? Now, I don't explicitly believe in the devil or Faustian bargains. <laughs> but, but even I know. <laughs> even I you don't know. fucking do that. When a dark man comes along and says, write down on a piece of paper that I get your firstborn child, you say... No. No. Yeah, and I just looked him straight in the eye and go, Paul, I'm not doing that. I shouldn't have said his name. And then he, he immediately broke and said, I'm actually amazed how many people do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. That's actually really funny. 
<laughs> like, like you can have a day off. You just had to give me your firstborn child. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like Rumble still's gonna be off. It's kind of great. I love that. The problem is HR is going to find that mm-hmm. and not understand that it is a joke, and that man's going to lose his job. No, we've no. had a complaint that. Um... No, no, no. We're, I'm sure we're both indeterminate. Like we cannot be fired. Basically, we would have to do something very excessive like you know the stuff that uh that cost certain people their jobs later that we will discuss in headlines oh like you know a cherry gig in the entertainment industry that, and a blood of a franchise that, get, that gets you a conversation mm-hmm. so what you and, would have to reach like you, matt lauer levels to get fired no no like the matt lauer level would have to occur and then after like it became known and you kept your job because you're not getting fired of course you're indeterminate you would have to then keep do it, keep doing it. Oh, so you work for Ubisoft? Uh, basically, okay. <laughs> basically, like the union. And is, you would have to get uh, caught doing it over and over. Oh yeah, with the with oh, the rape yeah. button. Yeah, it's it's rough. Huh. Well, I mean, okay, okay. Um, I sh- when I now that I've said that, let me walk that back and say that I know of no example of that occurring in my organization. I believe you. That was hyperbole for comedic. Effect. What we did learn okay. is that the Canadian government makes Assassin's Creed somehow. That's where we. That's how we're coming out of this, I guess. I'm sure, I'm sure some of our tax dollars are definitely in there. They're in Guacamole. Well, why not, man? Oh, that's nice. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Look at so many indies. You'll see like the Ontario uh, oh, Heritage Foundation. Yeah. There. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ontario, Canada. You'll see a little going all because kinds. Because some shit. countries understand that games can be art. Yeah. And make money and give you a return mm-hmm. of your investment. Oh, yep. Doug, I need you to fuck off, please. Chance of being attacked by his cat? Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, an affectionate attack, but I just, I need to, yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> Talk to you later. He, anyway. he's, he's, he's waiting for the smoke. Well, tough. I'm trying to keep, I'm trying to keep on topic, oh. Alex. <laughs> what? Are you saying that I might, I, no, I'm not my attention level might have some sort of deficit? No, I'm and just, I'm just... Some, and that, in some ways, a disorder. <laughs> no, I want to make it clear to the listener that that side eye, Alex, was once again merely for comedic effect. <laughs> well, okay, because that <laughs> would be had absurd. no bearing well, on anything. What's my excuse then? Just short attention span? No, I... look, to suggest anything else is is tantamount to calling me a liar, Chamberlain. I... So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, I've been playing Overwatch. Like, that's all I've been doing is Overwatch and working on videos. And then just, like, I published him a Cree video... But then I'm just tinkering with the ball video, and I'm like half done it, and I don't really know if I want to keep tinkering with it. Did did you not see my death by rock and roll video I sent you to use for your hamster video? Come on. Come on. You sent me a thing? I emailed, like, at the end of, we recorded last week, I sent you a link. I said, watch this, use it for your your ball video, and it's a pretty reckless call song called Death by Rock and Roll. Oh. Anyway. No! No, but but listen to this now. Okay, now I have to tell you about my process for the video and where it's at. I'm sorry. I, I, You've invited this by suggesting I, uh, this song. Okay, now literally have nothing but time. I my I this is why I want to do Discord because my phone and Gmail do me like that sometimes. I never got that shit. I never right, I don't know what you're right, talking about. On. But but right now the ball video begins with um something like uh so, Mama, I'm relying on you to tell me the truth. And here's what she said. Papa was a rolling stone. And the ball flies out. Nice. Above two supports. Uh, and then, uh, uh, wherever he laid his hat was his home. Slam! Kill a mercy. And when he died. And then I kill a Zen and the, and the enemy team kills me. 
And then I go push forward and we win that team fight because your ball just got both supports. And then it cuts. And then it cuts to, uh, just keep on rolling, baby. And then I roll into a bastion on Wrecking Ball. Mm. And shoot that Bastion in the head until he dies to uh, Limp Biscuits. Rolling, okay, rolling, I, okay rolling, I was about to suggest this rolling, if you hadn't rolling, done that already. Oh, and, and then I go up get, and then I go up high and I uh. slam into the Widowmaker that was trying to help the Bastion kill me. And then I kill the Widowmaker. And then it switches to a different song with a rolling uh, with a rolling pun. Or no, what, then it switches to just no. Then it switches to just an old... Uh, like an old bluesy song. It was just kind of fun to slam on a Widowmaker. So what it is, is it's a series of, of, of ball pun puns. songs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I go to just a Royal Blood song. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually a good modern song. that has nothing to do with puns. So yeah, I want to see this song. I just said to you song. again. Well, what? There's a I, guy I replied to oh, the... There. Wait a minute. The Pretty Reckless. Oh, pretty... Wait a minute. Pretty Reckless. What's wrong with the Pretty Reckless? Two things, sir. What? Two things. I'm glad apparently. you brought it up. Nah, I... What is wrong with the Pretty Reckless? It's well, first a, it's a metal band. It reminds me of an ex. Oh, oh well, see, you can't hold that against I can't, anybody. That's not sure my fault. No, but I can hold it against my reaction to seeing the Pretty Reckless pop up. Just like if you were to send me a link and it was like a spider's face, I'd go, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like, did, I don't did, need did to your see ex that. look like the lead singer for Pretty Reckless, or is it the song that remind you of the ex? Well, in one case, yes. In the Ooh. case of the person who introduced me to the Pretty Reckless, no. Oh. <laughs> no. Um, oh. But, uh, yeah. But then, then the other thing is, the lead singer for Pretty Reckless is one of the actors from Gossip Girl. And that always oh, bothered no. me. But she can that, sing. She's no Lizzie Hale this, from Hailstorm, know, but she's not bad. Know, well, Drake was on Degrassi. So. That she's like this little cutie pie who, I want to be an actor. You know what? I also want to be a heavy metal rock girl. And maybe she really is awesome. Maybe she's like the, the lead singer from Snake River Conspiracy. She's, and I just want to follow her career for a while. She's not awesome. But, she's fine. No. If you want awesome metal singers, look up Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm. She's awesome. Okay, let's do that. Lizzie Hale. Lizzie Hale, if I can give you a Hailstorm Hale you know songs, I'm, let's see. I am Given the that fire. we're talking music, given that we're talking music, listener, what I'm grooving to right now is Sunshine Superman by Donovan. Okay, so Lizzie Hale? Yeah, I mean, or the Hailstorm is the name of the band, and you're, look, you're looking for I Am the Fire, or I Miss the Misery, or... Aesthetically, I'm already a fan of Lizzie Hale. You should be a fan of Lizzie Hale. <laughs> She's, uh, Lizzie Hale is a photogenic performer. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get past this ad, YouTube. Thank you very much for this. Which song you got? Yeah, they were really serious about uh, putting an ad in front of everything. Lizzie Hale plays her fa- favorite riffs. Oh, that's no good. You need to go to an actual no, song with the band. Then give me a song name. Um, uh, I Am The Fire. I Am The Fire. Click. This is excellent content. Oh, it's totally excellent content because no is one music can hear they can't what we're talking hear? about. Oh, oh, it's the best. Wait, now I can kind of hear it coming through Chance's speakers. Oh, there. <laughs> Exceptional okay. content. Now, now. Oh, please don't pick on my music so much. I'm not. I'm not going to pick on your music. I'm going to bring up the song uh, "Take Me Down." Six underground. That's Sneaker Pips. The, I know. Remember that song? Yeah. Remember that song uh, playing during the love scene in uh, The Saint with Val Kilmer and Elizabeth Shue? <laughs> yes, that movie oh. we've all seen. 
I love that song. That song is still sexy to me, just like number one crush. So I love very cheesy things, too. Well, then I am the fire's right up your alley. <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying is my initial kind of uh, reaction to getting to, you know, where she really starts wailing at one minute, seven seconds in I am the fire was like, wow, it's pretty cheesy. And I can appreciate why other people sometimes look at me the way they do. When good. I tell them of my affection for songs like Six Underground or Number One Crush. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're coming together in this podcast. All right. So, so that's, yeah. <laughs> we're all trying new things today. <laughs> um, Video games? Uh, yes, please. I finished Axiom Verge, and of all okay. the Metroidvanias I've played, this was another one. Yeah. It, yeah. The last visually kind of bland for me. Visually kind of bland, uh, and it's... Yeah, there's lots and lots of different weapons, but it, it does a very poor job of, of giving you any sort of hints on where to go. I cheated at least once just to figure out where the hell do I go next. And the last third of the game is just too hard. I mean, it's just you have the enemies that, that get to you, and if they, if, they, if they get to you, they're going to stick to you until you die, basically. You can't get them off of you. Well, and there's, like, lots that of That can't them. be true. Did you Google that? No, I just got frustrated by it, but I still finished it. Okay, hang on. <laughs> I want to know. Uh... Enemies that stick to you. Well, they stick to you is that they like they chase you and they move faster than you. And if you don't oh. kill them at a distance, they're just going to be on you, and very difficult to get away far enough or to actually hit with anything. Oh, so what they are are these these enemies that come towards you and you start running away, and they they just follow you. Well, it's not. <laughs> they pop out of the ground like, and immediately like are there on top of you. Oh. Anyway. Okay, well, that does sound yeah, shitty. Yeah. But I played the first maybe hour and a half of the game, and it was all kind of shitty to me. It wasn't great. I mean, it's. I'm, I guess I'm running out of Metroidvanias, and I actually managed to finish this one. No, you know what it is? You've played Hollow Knight. <laughs> Your That's standards right. have risen to an impossible That's level. That's right. That's right. And now everything else is like... Less than Hollow Knight. Uh, it is. Everything is. Not ev- Well... Most no. things. Yeah. I can't remember the last game in the last... Five years, I've played more than three times, and I've played that game like six times. Well, I played Hollow Knight once, so... Yeah, but, yeah, but... Through again, gritted teeth, I'm just, I'll, I'm just through saying. Through gritted guess, okay. I'm just saying, Hollow Knight is just, you know, you know how it can be. I do. And now you've had something else. Oh, I, also, Axiom Verge came out before Hollow Knight, so Well, it's not, before. Yeah, it's an old and game. I, and as I recall, it was another one of these ridiculous examples of one guy doing an entire game, so we're yeah. ripping on that. Yeah, yeah like, I know. We're, you know, we're kind of punching down, three, so... Yeah, and I'm, we're not trying to it's punch a fair fight than it We're sounds. just trying to. We're talking about gaming value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're measuring. Here. Um, speaking of gaming value, uh, the other game I started was Ease Nine. <laughs> oh jeez. Okay, so <laughs> I'm playing now, what is every basically every time an Ease game comes. Okay. up, I want to know about the problematic costumes. Um, Ease Nine. There have not been any problematic costumes. Oh, I don't think. One so of the characters is, is far too well endowed. Monster Knox. Yes, Monster Knox. Oh, yes, the one with the pink hair. Yeah. He's nine pink hair girl. And they've got, like, I mean, she's, I'm pretty sure I know who she is. Because basically how it works is it's Adol. It's all, these games are all Adol. And you arrive in this city and you are immediately arrested on charges of lying about your previous adventure, previous adventures in East 8. <laughs> and you probably have um, uh, Amnesia. Uh, no. these games I played, you had Amnesia. Not at all. Start. Not at all. Okay. You know you're Adol. You would okay. probably escape, but then are attacked by some other person who lives in the city, and she shoots you with a magic gun and curses you. 
and creates this kind of split existence where sometimes you're Adolf, but he also he has to disguise himself because he's on the lamb, so now he has black hair. <laughs> That's yeah. the extent of the disguise. But you also are a monstrum, where in specific instances you can turn into your monstrum form and have special powers, and then the monstrums, there's like six of them, are responsible for fighting off these evil things that only show up at specific times. So you're you're cursed. And that's kind of the plot. So you've got... You're cursed with the ability to save this world. Yeah, but you can't leave the town. Okay. That's the curse part. The town? Yeah, you can't leave the town. It's a big town, but you can't leave the town. Oh. And there's lots of instance dungeons around there. It, and I just got to the point where I can now leave and go down the road a little bit. So it is This it is, is Dragon up. Age 2, the JRPG. Um, it, it, it's also... I mean, Ease 8 didn't look great. This is basically a late-gen a late PS3 game, maybe. Yeah. My PS5 is like, what are you doing? I have all yeah, these not, teraflops, and you're using none of them. I'm not down with that. Um, but, I mean, the, the load times are good, and the frame rate's solid. <laughs> so, it's just, it, it's a comforting JRPG. I don't know how long I've been playing it, because it doesn't have an hours counter on the save file, hmm. which bothers me. It's probably a good thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I just saw what I put into Borderlands 3 the other day, and I wasn't proud yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, Ease 8, I like lost 40 hours to. I bet this will be the That's same nothing. way. There's nothing remarkable about it, but it's not offensive, and there's nothing else out right now, so so yes. why not? I could drums. be playing that awful werewolf game, but I put that off a little bit. Yeah, it's a terrible name. Yeah. I don't want to touch it. I don't want to touch it. So that's that's me. Yeah, I'm in, in, in another JRPG, an, un, an unremarkable JRPG. I don't think I ever talked about the priority pass system in Overwatch. What's that? Okay. So what that is, is that is the next attempt to oh, solve the problem that, no, no, not at all, even a little. That is the next attempt to solve the problem that DPS, if it, if you queue for a DPS game, you're going to wait a long time. Oh, okay. You're going to mm-hmm. queue, if you're going to queue for a support, you'll be in a game fairly quick. And if you queue for a tank, you're going to be, be in a game right now. And it'll probably be a, uh, <laughs> a game that's half over because the other tank quit because they weren't getting healed. Um, <laughs> But you'll be in a game now. So what the priority pass system is, is it gives you a fourth queue. Instead of going tank or DPS or support, you go flex. Okay. And if you do that, no matter what happens with that next game, win or lose, you get one priority pass. Then, when points at points where the wait for a DPS game is more than five minutes. Okay. This is important. Only if the wait is more than five minutes, you can spend a priority pass to reduce your queue time to, like, two minutes. And when you do that, it usually takes, like, five minutes, but that's a lot better than waiting ten. My problem with this system, and I actually, I've found that I love this system. Okay. Because it, it forces me to go play some support when I haven't played support in a while, or go play some tank when I haven't played tank in a while. Uh, so I really enjoyed it, and it got me into ball. Because I eventually went ball in a lot of games because I was like, man, I'm just not getting the heals I need to hold this uh, area. I need to start playing um, guerrilla tactics with the enemy team and just going to get my own health pack. And there is nothing better for going to get a health pack than ball, period. Like, better than Tracer, better than Soldier. He just moves that fast by bouncing around? Be more than anything else in the game, yes. Okay. Ball's mobility is literally unmatched. Um... And so I just, I was really enjoying it, and I really got into it. The problem is, is when the DPS, this is my only argument against the priority pass system, is give us the option to use it when you think the DPS queue is two minutes. Because uh, it ain't. Because 
Because when you think it's four minutes, it's eight or ten. And when you think it's five, it could be 15 or 20. So when it says four minutes, let me spend one of my 40 priority passes that I've saved up just by rolling DPS and support for the fun of it. That's my only complaint. Otherwise... So I have a question about these queue times. It sounds mm-hmm. like if you're trying to queue for just DPS, you could mm-hmm. say play for an hour and spend more time in queue than in game. On PC, okay. Not only that, but on PC, and the higher in ranking you go, the worse that gets. I've seen I've seen things of streamers waiting over an hour to get a game. And maybe that's, you know, maybe they got a bug or something, I don't know. But that's totally occurred. I haven't seen one of those in a while. But I, uh, I rarely, the only time I r- am really noticing I was waiting a long time for a game was when me and my brother would both queue for DPS and neither of us would spend a priority pass. Then we're waiting like okay. 10, 15 minutes at least. And what are you doing game. in that? Just deathmatch stuff? Yeah, just deathmatches. Could be ways. It's... Is DPS just that much more popular than other classes? Or is it yes. easier to play than other classes? No. no, in fact, it's harder to play. And the result of that is you will probably have tanks that really know what they're doing and supports that really know what they're doing. And some DPS... And those DPS could really know what they're doing or have no clue what they're doing compared to your tank or DPS or your tank and supports. That's really common that you're playing with DPS that just clearly are playing a different game than your, and you know, only, you get that with supports as well. Is this only for ranked, too. this queuing system? Or is it for... No, no, this is quick play. This is all quick play. I don't play ranked or I don't play uh, competitive ever. I haven't played competitive so since like last year. It blows spring. my mind that if I... If I for some reason, reinstalled Overwatch and wanted to play some Bastion, I could wait no. 20 minutes for a match. Um, Because Bastion's DPS, no. right? No, 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 because there's one of you. Those those really long queue times for me, that's when I'm with my brother. Okay. Now it needs to find two DPS slots okay. in a game that also happens to reflect his rank and somehow is fair for someone of my rank. Like, we are giving the system a problem mm, <laughs> with the two of us okay. queue together. Um, but speaking of, no, so if you were to queue up, I would, you would probably be waiting five minutes. Not only that, but it shifts time of day. Certain times a day, it's, the queue times is like two minutes for a DPS. That happens. I just, um, it's, that strikes me as, like, in, in a fighting game, a fighting game with decent netcode, let's say Killer Instinct, to this day, I could jump online and have a match in 15 seconds. What? Okay. Maybe 30 seconds. How many players are required of your skill level for you to find a match? One. Okay. Is one less than 12? It's oh, Just a little bit. Significantly. <laughs> So, like, I mean, it's a different thing. I don't know. I don't know what the ins and outs of it are. I know that it's not a big problem for me. And you bringing up Bastion, I want to I want to settle an argument with my brother. Okay. Are either of you familiar with, and I shouldn't have even phrased it that way, I'm sorry, but are either of you familiar with the FPS uh, term of phrase of noob tube? Yes. Noob tube. What, do, what does the noob tube refer to? It now? is a Call of Duty uh, rocket launcher that was really easy to use, but fucked up higher level play. People that used them, mocked it, saying people that needed the rock launcher were noobs. They needed the noob tube. But the thing and is... To me, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, well, to me, uh, it began with Halo. Specifically, yeah. the Halo rocket launcher was the noob tube. Uh, you're correct, though. Uh, absolutely. The rocket launcher is considered... You know, it's an easy thing to pick up and play that will guarantee you in a limb, but it's certainly not considered a high-skilled thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, was, that would be the pistol in Halo 1. 
<laughs> anyway. Oh, I love the pistol. That was so good. Anyway. Everyone did. They had to take it away. They did. So, Chamberlain, mm-hmm. who would you consider the noob tube character or characters of Overwatch? Uh, With either, your limited uh, experience. I, I, either Soldier or Bastion. Bastion, you say? Soldier, really? No, I wouldn't. Well, I would soldiers, soldier. I mean, it's fairly straightforward. At least in, at the level I was playing Soldier, because I messed around with Soldier or Bastion. But the problem with Bastion, it can you, it's see Bastion requires map You're knowledge. You're correct about Bastion. Bastion requires see, some would, map knowledge though, because you don't want to drop into turret in the wrong place. Yeah, but doesn't every character you could be say that every character requires? I agree. I agree on Bastion. I would also throw in Junkrat, uh, and to a lesser degree, Pharah. I think is very much kind of a noob tube kind of character. Um. Yeah, okay, thank you. Bastion, you're correct. Yeah. yeah. I would I would say that Bastion is kind I of I wouldn't argue that. No, character. because yeah. he's Bastion. I'm amazed that you like... consider Soldier a, a noob tube I would too. Right? Like I I picked him up the quickest. Nah, soldier requires a lot of skill. Well, oh, is it, I, so, I soldier's think soldier hit requires scan, a lot it? of skill to be Soldier's hit scan. Yes. So you don't have to lead anybody. You have to get just have to get the reticle on the head and off you go. Yeah, but well, now he has vertical um, recoil. Oh, oh, that's yeah. see. Yeah. The years ago when I played, there so- wasn't. <laughs> yeah, if someone's good on soldier though, now like they have no hor- there is no horizontal sway. So he used to have a spread. Now it's just ding 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 ding. It's a little much. Anyway, okay, I'm glad. Thank you. Yeah, I win that argument. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does that mean it's time for headlines? Well, Alex hasn't said anything he's been playing. Well. I haven't been playing much. I got I got really bored of Pillars of Eternity. I'm trying. I'm really trying. Even on easy, you couldn't do it? Even on Well, on easy, it makes it too easy. I'm just like walking oh. to this one place, killing this one thing, talking to this one guy. Like, sometimes conversations go in an interesting way. Sometimes, like, I'm, like, being, like, just, you know, having a reputation for being, like, a good dude who's benevolent, like, really helps you out. Some of, like, the less, like, savory people, and that's kind of neat. That's <laughs> always been Obsidian's strong point. But like I'm, I'm really close to the end, and I, I just want to use this safe file to play Pillars Two, which I think top to bottom is a much better game. <laughs> but I also kind of broke down and like, you know what? I want to play. And I haven't played in a long time. That has some DLC that people think is okay. Borderlands Three. They put in like a new skill tree for each character, and that's gonna be fun to figure out. And yeah, it's fifteen bucks, but I have a, I think my favorite tree ever for Flack. You get instead of like an animal, you get a loader bot. Remember those guys? Yeah, no. loader bots from two, right? Yeah, and you can choose whether he's just a regular dude with like a, a machine gun, or like the bulldozer with like the the bulldozer shield and like a a shotgun. And you can order him to like do like that bulldozer dozer shove to like other enemies. It's it's good, but mostly it just gives you a ton of shield charge. And I'm kind of invulnerable now, which means I broke the game, which means I can play it on 10, was it 10 Mayhem, which gives you, the, which is the only way to get the strongest weapons in the game. All the weapon powers tied to like Mayhem tier and it's kind of annoying because it just forces you to play one difficulty level. But I finally broken the game to the point where I can play it in the highest level play and I'm having a great time. Awesome. Yeah. Borderlands. Borderlands. I tr- I tried it again with the PS5. I love it. I know. Like, the DLC is I, I wish I, I wish I did. I wish you did, I keep too. On, I kept on trying. But yeah, like, uh, um, the Pillars of Eternity for you is like... Uh, um, 13 Sentinels? No, no, no. no. 
<laughs> no, like you don't. But the thing is, you don't really love anything else from that developer or in that style. No, I was gonna say it's your Final Fantasy. You keep on trying to love those games, and those games are like we're made from kids born in 1975. I legitimately liked Pillars Two a lot, but that's the thing. That's the only one. That's true. So maybe it was like just that writer or something. Right? Maybe they had some new people that I, I look. I am looking forward to Avowed now. They got a good crew. Post Avalon, so good. Fuck that guy. I guess. I guess everyone. It seems like everyone. Joss Whedon too. Fuck. You, you just get old enough to become the villain. I know. Okay, but here's the thing. We all agree that, that Joss Whedon. It was revealed years ago. I was thinking about this. It was revealed years ago that Josh Whedon was kind of a dick and was all sorts of an abusive asshole on set. And everyone was like, "Oh God, Josh, is this true?" And Josh was like, "You know what?" I think I need to go to therapy. <laughs> and Disney was like, we're going to stay behind him. And if you want fans and you don't want us to fire him for those tweets, we will let him direct Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And as I recall, we were all like, yeah! But then <laughs> his wife divorced him for very good reasons. True. Yeah. But, but this is all about stuff that... Uh, none of it was what I would consider... What I heard it, it sounded... None of it sounded criminal to me. Mm-mm. And it's we're well past the date where it's reasonable to come forward and say, 30 years ago, you were a real dick to me, so you shouldn't work anymore. It's like, How man, 30 ever. years ago, I was, you know, I was absolutely a dick. Like, what, there's a, there's a statute of limitations. And at the same time, I'm not trying to be the guy defending this poor, poor, rich white man mm-hmm. against this, these horrible people accusing him of being a dick. Because, like, I believe them. I believe what they said is true. But if you made fun of a woman for being fat behind her back when she's pregnant, go to hell. Just go straight to hell. That was back on Angel, it looks like. Yeah. I, I, I found a big and list of Joss Whedon bad things. She was written out of that really unceremoniously. I never liked it. It's gross. You know, Charisma Carpenter always did look a little anxious on that show. Yeah. And it occurs to me, we haven't heard... I, when I when I heard this shit and I was hearing like all these people from his past like coming up and speaking about shit, it occurred to me, like we haven't heard shit from Sarah Michelle Geller. Mm-mm. She ain't saying a word. She's like, got, you know, well, I, her, her career's complicit, over anyway. Complicit, complicit, yeah. I mean, absolutely, your career. She hasn't really had a career for a while, but but then it occurred to me she gained through not saying shit as this occurred, just as he got away with it because he knew that everyone stood to gain by just letting him do it. Yeah, and so Charisma Carpenter herself at the time gained by. Not saying shit about it, and just going on being a you know a star in this very popular show. It's... And I'm not saying she should have to take it. I'm just saying that everyone who didn't say anything about it was making bank off it by doing so. But it still fucking sucks. Well, it's a it's a fucking I don't shitty see situation. Criminal though on this list of allegations. No, that's the thing is there's nothing. It seems criminal. like he may just be an asshole. Yes, well, and, and a humongous kind of hypocrite like... slash like you know. Yes, champion yeah. of women's rights. Help, give well, me a fucking break. Again, I'm not praising it, but there's but, there's nothing chargeable here. There's oh, I know. Exactly, I know. Exactly. And so and so, like it feels like it feels yeah. like a portrayal of who he pretended to be. Oh, well, he's a hypocrite. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. That's a hundred. I mean, how many people in Hollywood aren't hypocrites? Ah, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like anyone who you know is probably a. a what are those? What are those people who try to like pray away the gay? Any counselor in one of those camps, I guarantee you. Oh, the conversion you? therapy ones. Yeah, yeah, conversion therapy counselor. 
it never occurs to me that they might be straight. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I suppose I, I, I'm, I, I'm not exactly for, you know, abusing women, but I bought Assassin's Creed, so... <laughs> not, uh, oh, true. Like, honestly, yeah, it's, it so... is a neck-and-neck neck horse race between Blizzard and that and Ubisoft right now. Well, what, what happened to Blizzard now? They refused to hire diversity. Oh, you no, no, that no, that's, that's Activision. That's Blizzard Activision. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, it's too that's hard. Like the, it's, it's it's so too hard difficult. To even yeah, no, that that was that was last week. Yeah, and sales. yeah, that that's the thing. And that's bullshit. If you know, there's all kinds of people of color in all sorts of uh, STEM fields, including game development. My God, yeah, your, your Go response to, to that is like, "Bitch, make us." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hire more ra- hire more different kinds of people, bitch. <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Seen anything? Well, you know, Saturday Night Live was awesome. Was it? Who was the host? It was. That's the oh, thing Phoebe is... Waller Bridge, was it? No, no. Uh, the, um, so, something Bridgers was the musical guest. Bridgers. And I don't even remember who the host was, but it was just a solid episode, and then I found out that my uh, my DVR hadn't recorded it. So I didn't even get a watch weekend update. Fucking sucked. Because oh. I, I was going to watch it the next day. But it was wonderful as it was on. Kate McKinnon is, again, wonderful. Um, and this weekend we get a new uh, John Oliver finally, I think. Oh, wow, it's been forever. Well, it's either this weekend or next weekend. New last week tonight. That was a long break. How long was it? Uh, it feels February like six 14th. months? No, nah, no, it's been like two. Really? It's fe- it was, this yeah, last it, two it months was, have felt like a year. Oh, yeah, that's yeah true. It, was, it was shortly after the election. So. Oh, and oh. everything was peaceful and quiet since then. Oh, yeah, so I guess that is, well, I mean, we're only halfway through February. Oh, yeah. my God. So for three and a half, three. Okay. Oh. Less than that, whatever. Think mm-hmm. about the charcuterie board you're going to make. Oh. Charcuterie. Oh. Quinoa. Quinoa. Spell quinoa. Q U I N O. I think it's Q. Isn't it Q O I Q? That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Quinoa. It, it s- looks like quinoa or something yeah. like that. Gotta get some prosciutto with a year old aged cheddar. I couldn't spell that. Some water crackers. Paid me. Oh, man. Like, the iPhone's a big help there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you see the name Siobhan spelled out. Oh, God. What the, f- the fuck does that mean? Heck. You see the word Colonel spelled out. You're like, wait, what? No Seeing Chevalier spelled out. In... Colonel. Yes, Colonel. Actually, Chevalier, now that I think of it, is fairly C-H-E-Valier. Yeah. But, but, but the thing is, I grew up with just a little bit of French-Canadian, so I've always kind of seen the I-E-T as E-A. Mm. You know? Sorry. <laughs> I mean, like, I... I had well, German sorry, neighbors. Like, they I didn't rub six. off on me. I, I feel I deprived. Six. Okay, these weren't neighbors. It was a school. They made well, me attend no, where I'm everyone just, spoke French. Just, you know, <laughs> like, that, that that kind of, you know, education, the understanding there are more languages besides your own is so foreign to most Americans. That's not even Americans. how it was. That's not even how it was. It was, it was part of me. Mm. It was my own. Oh, there you go. Because it was part of the world. You know, it was just like if you happened to have grown up in Japan, you wouldn't, you would have an accent. You would have an accent right now if you were trying to speak English at me. Like, that's how it goes. Yeah. It was normal. Anyway. Yeah. Headlines. Headlines. In entertainment news, hashtag Alex was right. Oh, no. G- Gina Carano is not welcome back in the Star Wars universe. How was following it? some... Did I predict that? 
You didn't. Pre- I think I don't know. You've been saying for a long time that she sucks. Every time yeah. you did, I'm like, I don't care. I want her to pick me up and kiss me. Like she's she's this big, strong, hot woman, and I've always kind of like she. Oh, had I know. Ruby I know where you're really coming like, from, but also she's her unrepentant bigot. There is that. Yeah. <laughs> I just I wanted I wanted to just not see that part. Yeah. I'm but sorry. Alex was right. I'm sorry. She's really kind of shitty. Really? <laughs> and, and an she, anti-vaxxer, too, boot. And she tweeted out some stuff that was basically saying, like, if you uh, don't like Republicans right now just because they're Republicans, you're just as bad as Nazis killing Jews. Oh, and I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see that one. Yeah, and well, no, that's a paraphrase. That's paraphrase one of the things she... And it took me a second to reread what she wrote because the first... I'll be honest, it was so insidious that the first time I read what she wrote, I couldn't figure out what was wrong with it exactly. No, but she's I knew like... that this was somehow fucked up. Oh, I'm the Nazi. You're the Nazi. No one said anything. Thing. You're the Nazi. That's the thing. Yeah. And, uh... Well, that's another thing. But no, like, that, that, paraphrasing what it is, is that's what she was saying, yeah. is, uh, you, you know, it's just like the Nazis. And Yes, um, it is. But not in the way she's saying. So Disney basically said she's not welcome back. Yeah. Uh, word is, there was a rumor that she was going to be part of, um, there was like a, uh, she's part of the New Republic in, in Mandalorian Universe. Uh-huh. Rumor has it she was going to be part of a spinoff New Republic show. She was going to lead it. Oh, Gina. Uh, and that that got cut well before Christmas. I just, I'm, I'm when... picturing just Sideshow Bob is stepping on rakes. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Like, she really did this to herself. This is easy money. My personal favorite reaction to it was a tweet I saw. This tweet was just two images. The left image was a collection of YouTube thumbnails. These thumbnails were all about how Cara Dune is... Uh, uh, Cara Dune and how, no, sorry, it was Cara Dune's existence was proof that Disney is a bullshit liberal bias company. She's a Mary Sue character who's too perfect and fucking bullshit. And then the right-handed image yeah. was following Can't her cancel quote, cancellation was, uh, you know, was all about Cara Dune and how liar, liar, lying liars harassed Gina Carano out of a job, canceling her for having an opinion and thus proving Disney's liberal bias. You see, see how that works? Yeah. It's, it's pretty it's pretty ingenious. Oh god. I still think she's pretty. Uh yeah. Whatever, she's a pretty racist. You know what I think of? You know what I was thinking of last night when I thought of how disappointed I was in this news? Mm. I was thinking of um uh Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Really? What's yes. wrong with that movie? Nothing. Nothing. Compared nothing to wrong of Doom, with that movie. Nothing. I enjoyed that movie in my youth. Um, I also enjoyed Temple no of end. Doom a lot, but wow. Well, okay, do you, well, who was the love interest in Temple of Doom? The woman Willie. that was basically Willie. an allegory for the divorce, both, you know, George yeah, Lucas and... and yeah. She was just like you know. some blonde lady. Now, yeah. the lady in um, um, Raiders, that's the one I remember. Mm-hmm. Marion. Yeah, Marion. You remember Marion? Because Marion, man, she could like drink a Mongol under the table. She could throw down with the Nazi guys. Marion was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, God, but no, again, the movie I was thinking of was The Last Crusade. 
Who was that lady in the last crusade? Uh, the secret Nazi? I don't remember. Ooh, you mean that smoking hot blonde German chick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem, is that lady. Like, when I was young, that, again, that lady, I found her very attractive. And then when it turned out she was a Nazi, I was like... Well, it's shit. She's still very pretty. <laughs> well, that doesn't, that doesn't do, do you remember how they knew she was a Nazi? Uh, yeah, it was how she kissed, right? No, she talks in her sleep. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, ship is the passion of the night. <clears throat> um, uh, okay, our next uh, entertainment topic is Gorilla Glue Girl. This is a sad, sad, sad no, story. It's a, at the same time, it's a wonderful story. It's an American story. It is. Um, now, there's. I don't understand the uh, black hair culture. Mm-mm. I understand it's a huge thing. Yeah. I, like, I've seen, like, there are films about uh, bonding over mm. taking care of hair. Um, so I understand that it's a big thing. One of the things is, like, don't touch the hair. Oh, yeah. Because, like, a black woman will take your hand off is what a comedian what i heard a comedian say once um so there's a culture there that i don't understand but i saw jezebel jezebel is how i saw this uh, it wasn't the root i saw it through jezebel and all it was was a thumbnail of a woman with her hair clearly slicked down very tight yeah <laughs> and like a long braid coming off the back from what i could tell and she had been looking for uh her sealer glue spray which is just what she uses to finish when she's doing her hairstyle mm-hmm. And she was out of it. And she saw this stuff, said Gorilla Glue. Oh, oh the went, stuff okay. I used to replace, you know, deck furniture. Cool. Whatever, whatever. It's glue, ain't it? It's went, not just glue. It's she, she it is an, industri- <laughs> an industrial adhesive. Turns out Gorilla Glue is meant to be permanent. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's a real issue to do this. Um, and, and so, like, for the week, it took a week to get this shit off this woman's head. Like, the, the emergency and, room gave up and told her to go home. They yeah, did, and oh, I, I just found it. The surgery was performed. She got it fixed by a, a Beverly eventually. Hills plastic surgeon. Yes, who normally so would have charged twelve thousand five hundred dollars, but twelve did it for free. not twelve thousand. Yep. Some, some guy, 000. some guy did it for the publicity. Yeah, which is well, nice. You know, but the fact that she got turned got away fixed. from the from the the fact that she got her hair fixed that's the yay. Some guy, it was you know the world kind of fixed this horrible yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the turn. The fact. The, oh, there's another turn okay. coming. Yeah. Well, as far as I'm concerned, the turn was like the 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 emergency room turned or turned her away and said, "Go home, we can't fix this." Right, but now she's Fucking suing bullshit. Gorilla Glue. Is she? Yeah, man. Yeah, no. Well, no. wait a minute. What is what is the emergency room supposed to do? What are they? Oh, no, no, she's not suing the emergency room. Whatever, she's suing whatever the other doctor. Gorilla Glue. Did. Well, no, yeah, the other doctor had to like do a whole pile of research to find the chemical to like get it out. Fine. Well, like the so thing was, they, they told her to just house. use rubber alcohol. <laughs> Well, like, like, there's got to be someone whose problem this is. And the, she went to these doctors for help, and they just went, eh, sorry. And that's actually yeah. a huge problem in American healthcare. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's oh, no, no, no. Like, like, like an infant's chance of survival, having, like, a black doctor, if it's a black infant, is exponentially higher. It's really sad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, things about um, believing patients when they when they simply report an issue. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I saw, yeah, I've seen, so you, if you watch, uh, uh, first of all, women in general are not believed. Nope. Uh, the, it is, it is presumed that women will complain about things that don't even exist. Then, uh, so women like, and if you look into research and you look at rates of like women dying 
because doctors just, usually male, doctors just didn't believe them when they said that they have this pain that just keeps on getting worse in their side, you know, eventually they rupture or something. That fucking happens. People die. But here's the thing. If you then add a shade of color to that woman or person, yeah, that, that rate of death explodes, and it is... But this was also self-inflicted. Okay, and now in this particular case, yes, I agree with Gorilla Glue. Their in their stuff is fairly clearly labeled. Yeah, <laughs> this is that, not a hair care product. Not in any any case, it's not advertised as such. It does say on there, "Don't put it in your eyes or skin." Mm-hmm. I consider the scalp skin. Um, I yep. do too. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just like I think the top comment was on that was like, "This is why some people shouldn't be trusted to be alone with a glass of water." <laughs> And I'm sorry. It's an industrial solvent. You don't put yeah. it on your fucking hair. Yeah. Yeah. Industrial adhesive. Blah. Like I'm glad yeah. I'm glad she got it out. Uh, me too. She she is now famous. The sight of her did you see the sight of her running her hands through her hair? No, I don't want to. to. I've I don't know, I found it beautiful somehow. It was like like that feeling you get when you've cut your own hair and you step out of the shower or oh, something. Yeah. Or you're in the shower running your hands through your hair. Like it, it felt like that moment. It was beautiful to me. Okay, I thought it was like she was like the moment of realization. Oh God, what have I done? Oh no, she's fucking still fucking traumatized. Like this has not been her best week. I imagine not. <laughs> but uh, again, she is now quite high profile. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure she has a SoundCloud or something. Oh God. Well, whatever. Uh, you know, here's a GoFundMe because my dad's sick, probably in the states, knowing your country. That happens a lot, actually. It happens way too much. Like, there was one the other day, uh, this girl gave her entire savings. Yeah, it was a feel-good story. God, Yeah, Lord. to pay the rent that her mom couldn't make uh, in the last year due to COVID. Losing her job. Anyway, moving on to funner shit. Apparently, Pedro Pascal has been cast as Joel in the HBO Last of Us series. That's fine. With the girl who played Leanna Mormont as Ellie. Uh, a rumor earlier this week... I know, but like she, the thing is, we haven't seen her in a couple years. Maybe she'd be perfect for it now. I mean, it's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. The problem is, if you cast that role in your head, who's the first person you think of? Uh, well, I, she she's looks, too old now. Yeah, she she's kind of mauled off Ellen Page. That was that wasn't an accident. Oh, I suppose that is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the person the person I specifically think of was. Do you remember Justified? Oh yeah. At that age, I don't know. She's not. She, that she old. might. She's, she's still playing teenagers. She right? is. She was in Booksmart, still playing a teenager. Yeah. So maybe she could, but she's, you know, she's probably like twenty five now. I don't know. I think she could still play it though. Do I, we, abs- I think she would be exceptional at it. Do we Me have too. any idea what the plot of this is? Are they following the games, or is it just further adventures in? The- well, if it's Joel and Jelly, jo- 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 Joel and Ellie, Ellie it could totally be cat yeah. before the. Yeah, it could be canon between the two games. Uh, a rumor earlier this week said Mahershala Ali had been offered the role of Joel. I would have fucking loved that. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Pascal's, you know. Pascal's fine. Out. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's kind of a less Mahershala Ali. But <laughs> <laughs> HBO also announced the two-season order of the modern Clone High and a Velma from Scooby-Doo origin series voiced by Mindy Kaling. Okay. Yeah. It's Velma uh, coming out of the closet. I'm well, sh- I'm sure. Probably, because I feel like this is a reaction to the success of Harley Quinn, specifically. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be another raunchy. Like, both of these are going to be raunchy cartoons for adults. I, I can get down uh, with that. Uh, way, way back in the 1980s, certain government employees. <laughs> I I hope they keep Gandhi. I'm kind of worried they won't. Um, 
who was was Gandhi Fillmore? Who was Gandhi? I don't remember, but like he was my favorite, and he and was very controversial. Apparently, Gandhi was controversial. Oh yeah, Gandhi has ADD. Gandhi has ADD. No, he, he was like Ga- Ga- Gandhi being shown drinking was apparently a huge GD deal. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Mm. Okay, well that was a show that you know there was probably like a Muhammad character in that show that we don't remember. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I know. I know. South Park got away with that. Charlie Hebdo shit. No. Yeah, exactly. Did um, they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I they did. It was that uh, was like six years before Charlie Hebdo, at least. It was I in the Super Best Friends. Yeah, it was. I remember that. <laughs> uh, speaking of cartoons, a live-action Powerpuff Girls series that sees the girls as adults resenting their crime-fighting childhoods uh, and dealing with neuroses uh, is apparently incoming at the CW. Uh, no. Uh, no. No. The thing is, Powerpuff Girls means nothing to me. Like, I know the visual. I hey, don't care about it. It was created by Craig McCracken. It's his biggest success to date. Even I'm kind of like, uh... Is that Craig McCracken a relation of yours? No, but I, I, I like to pretend he is. <laughs> I followed his career from, like, an, from an art director on Dexter's Lab. I'm like, there's oh, my see, name! See, for me, that was, um... um well, first of all, the, the guy from Atomic Betty... Who went on to create uh, Clay Entertainment in Vancouver? Mm-hmm. Atomic um, Betty. Yeah, he was the lead animator. Oh um, yeah. Uh, God, what was it? He goes by Bigfoot. What the fuck is the guy's name? Atomic Betty. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He was. It was a short-lived. It was like a Canadian cartoon. It had good animation. <laughs> and then I saw that that guy opened up a studio. So I'm like, oh, I should watch this. See what comes out of the studio. You know what came out of that studio? Shank. <laughs> that was the first thing he did with Shank. It was fucking amazing that he did Shank too. Atomic Betty did... actually looks. Stylistically, kind of like Powerpuff Girls. Yes, and then you did Mark of the Ninja, and then, well, that's why. Anyway. The rest Uh, is history. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is coming 2022. Yeah. Eh. Uh, In Overwatch news, nothing, but apparently it's been confirmed that they're going to go over a bunch of Overwatch 2 shit at BlizzCon. Still, this has been a long fucking time to go with no new content added to the game. I wonder if Jim Carrey's back in for Sonic 2. Probably. If he's not, like, you, because it ended with him I didn't see in the it. Mushroom Planet. No, it ended on, like, like he was alone and going mad and really turning into Robotnik in, like, the Mushroom World that looks exactly, like, it's a little like Oh, they're bringing in Mario. No, <laughs> Green Hill Zone. But it was, like, a Mushroom World also that. Okay. It was definitely Green Hill Zone. Hmm. Um, on the subject of the giant big titty vampire lady from Resident Evil... <laughs> Celebrity developer, she has a name. It's like Lady Ikuma Nakamura. Oh no, the name. No, no, no. I was talking about the name of the big city vampire lady. I shouldn't refer to her as that. That's diminishing. No, it's not. She is designed to be. You know what? You're right. She is the big titty vampire lady. Mm -hmm. That is the whole GD. Hey, in your notes, you capitalized giant big titty vampire. Well, that's her name. So yeah. So this is not a diminishing thing. It's just. It's it's her title. Yes. She's earned it. What, what I don't appreciate is Capcom like giving out her size and all like measurements and stuff. And, like we had no idea you'd react to this when we actively antagonize people's fetishes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Uh, so okay, so remember, remember that uh, dev. I don't even remember whose stage she was on, but she was this developer for Tango GameWorks talking about a horror game, and she was from Japan, struggling her way through an English presentation. Yeah, she was talking about Ghostwire Tokyo. Yes, but she did it with such. A plum. Such such a plum and such yes. spirit and such cheer that you just you fucking rock on, girl. Mm-hmm. That woman, Ikumi Nakamura, tweeted out that and I I've paraphrased what she said. 
when i see a big woman like you i want to throw myself to the floor and be trampled by you we all agree right and then she specifically said this reminds me of this character who was like this and then she describes it with a bunch of japanese characters and someone responded do you mean this character from queen's blade and she goes that's the one she goes i always loved that character growing up and i'm like okay i gotta let's look this up so imagine lady demiscrew whatever her name is imagine that character now take all her clothes off Mm. and put a strip of fabric going like kind of like in a line down her middle just so it covers the nips Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. it goes Mm -hmm. down past the thighs and she's carrying a sword that's about as big as she is okay picture that now clutching her leg like princess leia clutches luke on the star wars poster is a beautiful young boy (laughs) and that's the image when i looked up this character (laughs) okay I was just—I don't know how to feel about this. I was stunned. Um, like, but at the same time, I remember asking myself a question years ago: What's a female power fantasy? I don't—I still don't. But the, how old is this boy? Um, I don't—I don't know. I feel like, like that's getting, a relevant I'm not getting question. Into that. I feel like it is. You're probably true. But again, I wasn't raised in Japan. I was raised over here, so I agree that that's. An issue, what but is the visual, but is yeah. visual. So, what is a good female power fantasy? Uh, well, okay, I feel like aliens. Fem- Ripley. No, that's the one we automatically come to. But what Ripley because is, I'm in a fact, dude, so is a male power her. fantasy being portrayed by a woman. That's why the question of what is a female power fantasy is what's interesting to me. And uh, have, did I not bring up the notion of uh, explorations of female rage on the podcast? Mm, yeah, I think you did. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, where, uh, yeah, Melissa Villasenor had a bit last year where she pointed out that Joker and all the other movies coming up for Best Doctor, Oscar, were stories of white male rage. And she was pissed off about that. And, I, and it occurred to me that she was expressing her female rage at that through this song. And I thought, huh. And as I watched shit like Flack specifically, yeah, I, when I brought it up and I talked about Flack, I'm thinking about explorations of female rage. And what does that look like? So you know what a, a female power fantasy looks like? Aaron Brockovich. Huh. I think it's Aaron Brockovich. The true story of that's very sad. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure she's like it's actually. Probably, they they walked story. away with all the money. Oh. Oh yeah. And then they made a movie that said they didn't. Yeah. And the people loved her. Mm-hmm. Brought her their kids for babysitting. Yep. <laughs> She's on a first-name basis with all of them. That's awful. Yes, isn't it? It's horrible. Just like if you look up the woman... And the thing is, in the movie, uh, Julie and Julia, you hate the Amy Adams character. Because she's not Meryl Streep. <laughs> and you don't want to spend any time with Amy Adams. That's what you my could mom said when I told her about that movie. Yeah, you could be spending time with Meryl Streep. Um, and, and, like, and so you kind of hate the Amy Adams character. Not only that, but she is kind of a selfish, self-absorbed person. And then you read about the actual woman who wrote that blog and sold that book and sold the rights to that movie yeah That's I her. Want, yeah <laughs> yeah she kind of seems like a horrible person but it's really easy to say that from this great distance it is it is hmm. also hitler sucked i think Just we can so agree on clear. that yeah. <laughs> yeah that's easy to nazis say. are bad okay nazis are bad that's no, so easy yeah, to say isn't it they're easy to bad and they're fun to punch Mm-hmm. Kermit would agree. Uh, <laughs> Which is why Machine Games is the perfect studio to make the Indiana Jones game. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we talked about that a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
as long as I get the third in the trilogy of uh, of BJ Blazkowicz games, then you know they can still make Indiana Jones. That was actually a pretty good ending for me. With which okay. one? The second like, one, like liberating America and having your own like uh, flying Nazi fortress. I feel like yeah, this, mm, that's a, I suppose. That's yeah. also a great setup for. For a sequel. I, I don't. It, it can't end with the with uh, with Young Blood though. Young Blood was okay, but it can't end on Young Blood. Did it set up something? Yeah, it totally did. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Time travel nonsense. Oh, yeah, I love that. So, uh, Kato Kawa. Oh, that would be awesome. They could like set up our timeline. <gasps> right. Kato Kawa. Katokawa Corporation, parent company of From Software, formed a, quote, capital alliance with Sony last week. Basically, Sony now owns almost 2% of Katokawa. 2%? That's nothing. That's nothing. But it's something. I mean, nothing. I'm going to read any news that has Sony and From in the same sentence and say, Flipborn 2. Yeah. But whatever. But yeah. Right now, all I want is a 60 FPS patch for Bloodborne. Give me a PS5 patch for that game. I would be playing that game right now. I reinstalled Sector. I, I'm pretty sure it. they've already done it on emulators. They have. Yeah. Uh, did I not? Oh, I guess we never got to that. No, no, it was probably headlined last week. Someone put out a 60 FPS patch for Bloodborne. They released it publicly because they had given it to Sony months ago <laughs> and said, if you don't patch the game, I will release this publicly. So they've released it publicly now. So you could be playing 60 FPS Bloodborne right now with your uh, pro if you're willing to take your pro and jailbreak it. Oh, uh, well. To sticky then with third-party po- fast, yeah, no, software that's on all right. it. That's all right. So I will never play Bloodborne at 60 FPS unless Sony gets their head out of their ass at some point. Or you can have, like, Sony. you know, an emulator on your PC. Yeah, someone, some horrible person would do. I don't know. Nobody I not know. Not me. Certainly not I. No, no. No. I used to, though. I you still love, I, I love my PS2 I, emulator a lot. I I did it when I missed my childhood Super Nintendo. I went out and I got like a digital Super Nintendo. I was able to bank my whole library in like an afternoon. It was great. Yeah, but it also, um, I had a friend who uh, gamed almost exclusively through jailbroken consoles and emulators. Mm. And mm. he would go through countless games and not actually play them. And I said, do you it's think true. that's because you don't pay for them and so you don't value them at all? He goes, oh my God. No, I made sure I only got stuff I actually owned. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. But I still felt bad about it because I knew it was wrong. Why? If they won't <laughs> sell I, me this thing, I'm going to have this thing I used to own where well, I, I want to play it. I, I agree with that. And the thing is, like, I do have a physical copy of Super Mario World in my room, but I don't have a console. The cartridge. Play. Yeah. Nice. I still got the cartridge. Like, I've like, got a Link to the Past seeing, and a Killer Instinct, too. Seeing nice. how this Mass Effect thing shakes out and how good it looks, I'm probably just going to stick to my PC versions because it's probably just the PC version. Or you could just not play them again. I Yeah. Do you want to that... play the first one one more time? Just no, to be no, sure. no. I like the first one it. specifically is the if you one. Want to no. play, play the second it's been one. Too long, play the sir. second too long. one. But I want to do the thing where I bring a whole character through three games. It's really satisfying. I know I did that too, but the second one is far and away the best game. It's true. It's, it's not just that. It's that the first one. It the the second one is so much a better game than the first one. The first one is painful to play, but the story's not. Bad. And no, the finale is really good, but but it's like you're oh god I don't know how to put this. I like feel the, like that's my favorite ways. set piece. I feel like what you're doing is you're strapping on. Okay, do you remember in um, there was an old Jean Claude Van Damme movie called Kickboxer? Psst, I think it was yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. where he he dips his glass, he dips uh, in in the in the th- and then he dips it in the glass, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking? Okay, what you're doing, what I'm picturing now is you. <laughs> Uh, taking some like 
taking some stuff full of glass and then wrapping the glass around your feet. <laughs> and then wrapping bandages around the glass so it really presses into your feet and the bottoms of your feet. And then setting off on a journey to play the uh, Mass Effect 1 just because you want to get this character at the beginning of well, the Well, no, one. just because, you know, that whole walk you, get a whole suck, game with, you get a whole game with Rex. And Garrus. Yeah. Yeah. Shepard. My friendship romance the shit out of Garrus. Rex. Shepard. <laughs> Still funny. I'm sorry. Every, have you ever seen my special eyes? No. Look mm-hmm. it up. Enjoy yourselves. Specialized. I found, okay, can we talk about cool YouTube channels that are kind of awesome? What? Sure. Okay, first of all, have either of you heard of Pasta Grannies? No. Pasta <laughs> Grannies. <laughs> grannies that make their own pasta? Do you this? No, specifically, you, for the most part, specifically Italian grandmothers who don't speak English. Great. Oh. Making their recipe for blank. Spectacular. And so that I've actually seen, sounds like, awesome. I've seen six different recipes for lasagna. I saw one episode that was kind of troubling because this woman had clearly forgotten how to do this thing. Oh. And so her daughter was doing all of it and kind of like Reminding showing her. her how to do it. And yeah, and she was like going through the motions. It was really sad. Aww. There's another one. What is the guy's name? I forget. Like, have you heard? The thing is called ASMR. It's like yes. soft soft sounds that are very soothing. Okay. The guy's name is Alvin Zo Z-H-O-U. Mm-hmm. And these are the titles of his of his videos. Uh, 20, 48 hour chocolate chip cookies. What, uh, what, that's that's too much time, sir. Seventy two hour beef, beef Wellington. Wellington. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, Hundred hour lasagna. Why? Three six ing- hour, three six, ingredient like, big. Well, I guess pancakes. if you can get a flat okay, rate in your electric I, bill, I call sure. Bullshit go for it. specifically on the three ingredient big jiggly pancake because you know what two of the ingredients are: a pint of Ben and Jerry's uh, and pancake mix. I'd <laughs> rather have one of those by itself. Thank you. Well, no, the idea is uh, it actually looks amazing, but also I was thinking like you're eating like a pint of ice cream right there, dude. With well, like that's I had some that. I had some flourless chocolate torte that was kind of going bad, and I kind of just ate it like a piece of pizza, and I don't feel great about it. But it was awesome. But it is, it is, it is super just mellow. It's like, do, 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 do. It's just, it's like elevator music, the YouTube channel with food. With food. With, with just, and, but the food at the end, like you understand what he's done to it. And he's kind of explained that this is going to intensify the flavor. So there's a repeating joke where he puts a thing in the fridge, pats it, says, see you tomorrow. And then a subtitle will pop up that says flavor intensifies. Because he's always leaving shit in the fridge for a day to let flavor soak in into brine shit and to, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing. He's, I don't think um, Ben and Jerry's whips like this. I really don't. Um, you just saw it happen. I I call bullshit. I, I agree that it seems unlikely, but I also never tried it. Have you? Well, this guy did it on his YouTube channel. Jerry's. Why would he give out a recipe that you can't recreate? Because like, it's I, a YouTube channel. No, it doesn't it's have just, to be real. It's just a technique. Good job, Whisk. Well, I don't know. I don't want to guarantee, but I like to think if I went and grabbed a pint of Hagen Dazs out of my fridge, I could whip that. Whip it good. Do 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 do. Okay. <laughs> whip it. CD Project Red got hacked this week. <laughs> that was a great eh. one. Uh, no, it's awesome. It's, it's okay, hard. Okay. It's hard to feel a lot of strong feelings about one way or the other. Now, <laughs> no, I disagree. One can be very entertained by. The the megalomaniacal corporation that rides its employees like slaves yep. Yep, has yep. been taken down by some dirty hackers. 
and their game, which is about giant corporations being taken down by dirty hackers. Well, yes. yeah. be, exactly. Like so, that part is very enjoyable. Anyway, so uh, the hackers released the source code for Gwent to prove that they had the shit. And what they had was they had the source code for the Red Engine. They had the source code for all other CD Projekt Red releases, including Witcher Three and Cyberpunk. Ooh. And they and they released the Gwent shit just to say we really got it. And everyone was like, oh my god, they really well, do. They really have it. got it. Yeah. And then they set it up for an auction. And they said, if you see anything about this on any other site, it's not legitimate. We're only doing it through this site. Um, the bidding will start at 1KK. You know what that means? Uh, 100K? Something with bitcoins? No. 1KK. What is 1K? 1,000. Exactly. So, 1, what, would 1, what would 1K? 1,000 is a million, correct? Uh, but the, but it's just kind of a common way to spell something in Europe that North Americans never see. I was I loved it that they put it like that. Anyway, so they started the bidding at one million, but anyone could uh, buy it out immediately if they wanted to do a four million or a seven million dollar um, bid. At some point, they just shut it down and said, externally from this bidding process, we have received an offer that uh, we want to accept. And the offer includes that nothing further will be released. Have a good day, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> so, so that offer either... may have come from a government or from the law enforcement. Yeah. It might honestly have been the Polish government. They're pretty tight. Yeah. It's like they uh, they, they could have been caught or maybe... Um, take maybe this money or go to prison. What do you want, guys? You're like, oh, I'll take the money. Thank you. Why is it or? Anyway. Um... Uh, speaking of CD Projekt Red, they're crowdfunding a Witcher board game through Kickstarter. They're valued at like $6 billion. I know. Oh, Fuck you. Just mm. make it. Just spe- invest money okay. in your products. Good lord. Now, they're partnering with a board game company that's made successful board games in the past, and their two last games were funded through Kickstarter. Those people, I understand why you thought it was reasonable, but if you're partnering with CD Projekt Red... They've got the money. <laughs> Yeah, you don't need to ask us for the money anymore. Just make something good. Or try to and show that CD Projekt Red can be involved in that. They, they can make that, that right now. money with a rounding error. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the CEO of Riot Games is being sued for sexual harassment. I didn't click that headline. I hope what he did was... That's eh, enough to know that. I'm yeah. sure it's... Yep. Shitty. Riot Games. Which one? Is Riot Games Fortnite? No. Um, no, no, it's League of Legends. Oh, you know, looking at all of the media I've seen for that game, I that doesn't surprise me. Did you ever actually play League of Legends? Fuck no. Neither did I. League of Legends is one of those like multiplayer where you have to already know what it is before you start playing a game. Yeah, it's a MOBA. Yeah. It lo- it it looks like um the most it looks toxic like those... games in existence. I, I had a roommate that played it. It Took a lot of time. Yeah, it looks like Warcraft, the shitty action game. Yeah, that you play with a mouse. Well, mm-hmm. it's closer to Starcraft, but even then, that's not. A, it's 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 yeah, a lot. I I think yeah, it kind of plays like I think it looks like it kind of plays like an MMO because it kind of does. Um, it's more real time strategy, I'd say. Well, MOBA started as a Warcraft three mod. Yeah. Yes. But it wasn't no, League of Legends. Uh, it wasn't League of Legends. It was a different it was MOBA. Dawn of the Ancients, wasn't it? No, it was the what's on Steam now. What, what the Steam one of that? What is it? They tried to make a card game out of it too. I forget what it's called. Um, <sighs> Dawn of the Ancients. Is it Dawn of the Ancients? No, I think. it's um. I thought, I thought Dawn of the Ancients was the first one. Steam it's... MOBA. What is it? Oh yeah, I can look that up. 
can tell none of us play MOBAs. On purpose. Wasn't there a Ratchet and Clank that was kind of a MOBA? Yeah. Yes. It was fucking horrible. Yeah. Which one? That wasn't all for one. Which one was that? Oh, God. It was terrible. Defense, yeah, defend, defense of the Ancients. Defense of the it. Ancients. There we go. Dota. Yeah, and they actually got a sequel out after being bought by Blizzard. Mm-hmm. So they can make the money. <laughs> all the money. <laughs> well, some of the money. Well, most of the money. When, when um, you know, League of Legends is done, they can have, they can have the rest. I wonder if League of Legends is still pulling huge numbers, streaming-wise. They would fill arenas for that. I can't imagine COVID's been good for business. Well, no, I mean, it's... I would have thought video games would have survived, but I guess, like, if you can't get the right netcode together, it sucks. It's true. And it becomes more difficult to broadcast when you have people fall over the place, and it's just nuts. Twitch is trying. Twitch is putting together, like, Twitch Rivals. And they're picking out certain fighting games that have good net code. So they've done a couple of them with Killer Instinct, where they actually put a tournament together and broadcast it. And it's actually pretty cool. But it took a lot of work to get it done on the back end. I'm sorry, I was looking something up for a future headline. What were we talking about? How we the viability of MOBAs. Yeah. Oh yeah, MOBAs and how, suck. I don't how, try that. how COVID has killed a lot of esports. Oh, really? Well, yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Because it's a lot of it's, I mean, a lot of the money they make is actually by people going to these things. Oh, that does make sense. And sponsors that are yeah, helping pay yeah, for Yeah, you see arenas. like those giant arenas in yeah. Korea, right? Yeah. Specifically with, 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 with um, League of Legends. League of Legends, yeah. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 4 is coming to PlayStation 5, Series X, and Switch in March with PC later because PC is not the master race. Consoles are just as good. PC has been stealing a lot of those remakes, hand over fist. Really I think this the Sparrow one got pirated more often than not. It was like sixty percent. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the thing about us console gamers. We don't emulate shit. We just play our games. Well, I think a lot of people on Steam was like, No, I already bought those games. Fuck you. But like, it was a yeah. really good remake, the Sparrow one. Just mwah. I was really impressed. I never played the originals. You probably wouldn't get much out of it. I well, the, liked them. I played I played the the later in that's Insomniac, right? Back in the day. It was, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I played in, I played what Insomniac made after, and if you ask me to play the first Ratchet and Clank, I'm like, oh, this does not feel good to play. Uh, going no. Commando holds up. Going, that's the thing is the second one does. The first one still doesn't. No, because it doesn't. you you turn to aim with the left analog stick. Honestly, really Up Your Arsenal was fantastic. It still. I is. agree. I agree. The first the, the 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 first game was like, we can blow shit up in an environment. The second and third games were this is fun as shit. The second game was like, hey, you know, gold weapons, they have a, have a level thing on them. I mean, game economy makes sense. And you get to upgrade stuff, and it's fun. And it was one of the first single-player games. Like, it was like, that was a real value proposition at the time, and a lot of games were doing it. That was a fun way to do it. In oh, game. that was my first new game plus. I never forgot it. Yes. Wow. Yeah, so it was it was like it was like adding those multiple runs to get all the dog tags in Metal Gear Solid. You know, like, it was... Yeah, I, I played fun. Going Commando six times in a row. Yeah, in a row? Oh man, that was I the one game I had for Christmas. I definitely mm. played it that many times. It was great. Go yeah, it was. It was Excellent. pretty damn hard for me at the time. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, was wonderful. Uh, da -da -da -da. Forza Horizon Four is coming to Steam on March 9th, the first in the franchise to launch on Steam. Remember the lava gun? We just like spray that stream of lava everywhere, and how amazing that effect looked at the time. Yeah, yeah, really nice. Yeah, it was.
But to me, I always think of the rhino, and the the best rhino was the one that played the 1912 overture and yes. then held down the trigger. Yeah. Apparently, okay, so Forza Horizon 4 is coming to Steam on March 9th. It's out on everything else, so yay, okay. Better there than the Epic Store. Apparently, the ESA is... Oh, yeah, there's something amazing on the for free on the Epic Store right now. Does anyone know what it is? What? I, saw, I don't know, oh. but I saw it, and I was like, are you kidding me? That game? That's a, that's a good one. Oh, yeah, it was Metro Last Light. Mm, I don't know if that was it. That was what I was looking at. What'd you yeah. see? I don't know. Was Hold on, let me pull up the Epic Store. Let's see what we got. I just remember, because after recording, I always claim my free game on the Epic Store. Hmm. I've yet to ever play one of them. Uh, um, For the King, that's what it was. For the King, what is that? Ooh, darn. Um, I don't remember, but I remember seeing the name and, go, and... Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. That was a different game. That was a different game. Not for the king. Rage 2. That's it. Rage 2 is free? Yep. What? Right uh, February, no, no. February 18th to 25th. Oh, okay. I'm getting it. Yeah, I would totally get Rage 2 for free. Oh, the mini Axiom Verge 2. Yeah. yeah. That guy's been on that for a while. That guy's basically been doing that since the first game got passed. It's been like six years? Um, It's been a while, yeah. Yeah. Can I bridge of spirits? Do we actually have a date for this yet? I told a work guy to watch the trailer for Canada the other day. I feel bad now because it doesn't have a release date. I should have told him to watch Ratchet and Clank. But I didn't know. I didn't know. But neither does the listener because I haven't told them yet. And they don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does Ratchet and Clank have a release date? Yes, it does. Oh, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that later, gentlemen. I really hope I can get a PS5 in that time. No. Yeah, probably not. No, no. <laughs> Unlikely. Um, like Laura Godblush I look for a PS5 for you today like baby baby stop no what you gotta do is go to uh, uh, go to an EB get, go to a GameStop and put in an order and then you'll get one That's okay how... but that'll take six months uh, not no. necessarily like I the guy at my work just went to uh, I think he got it through Walmart I think is where he got it and he picked it up uh, just like I did but he did it in a lot less time and it took me. And I'm also like, please do not give me something worth five hundred dollars. We are no. no. That's thank thing. you, but no. That's the thing is you have to like physically transport it. I mean, I'm I'm stepping up my game, Valentine's, because of this. But also, please, please don't, please, please do not buy me a five hundred dollar piece of plastic. Uh, uh, you know what? I hey, you take what you thing. can get. That, I mean, it, it, it's really thing. nice, and I'm flattered, but also that's no. that's too much. No, no, no I, I disagree. Um, I, I was, I've always enjoyed the holidays and birthdays and specifically, I mean, other people's, well, and other people all, you know, we have the same holidays, but <laughs> their birthdays, I always, I always enjoy <laughs> well, when's like, your Christmas? Wait. <laughs> like, like trying to make it really special and seeing the look on their face. And Alex, when someone does that for you, fucking take it, man. I, I I I got her that. Just be just be grateful that someone's willing to. Well, to to, to be fair, I have sisters on speed dial on my phone, and I use that to make sure that I what I got her would quote unquote make her scream, and I did. Got that unanimous sister approval here. Oh, well, there you go. Okay, give resources. It's it's important. Yeah, I know. And one of them is basically <laughs> free consulting. <laughs> I I just want to throw out there though, Alex, that um, it's not every girl that. You need to consult for. I know. So that, that's, She's just like, that, you didn't have to give me anything like the fuck I didn't. But also, sure. 
<laughs> the fuck I didn't. Well, I that, okay. You she would have been devastated. That that's a trap. I, I know. Hope, I'd hope it's you would totally want to. Totally a trap. Was it? I want to. I, I got really close to believing her for a second. I'm like, no. no. Then, then you're like, no, nah, you don't mean that. I didn't get anything for Christmas, and it wasn't wasn't a trap. No, but w- but like when she says like you don't have to give me anything for Valentine's. Yeah, that's a trap. That's, that's a trap. Totally a trap. That's what I'm talking about. That's a trap. That's a trap. No, <laughs> that's a trap. <laughs> Street Fighter V DLC character Eleven was leaked before its official reveal this week. Eleven is a shapeshifter that is a bonus to people who purchase the Season Five character pass or the premium pass, which also comes with costumes and stages. And apparently, you have to buy fucking stages. That's not new. You could, but you could spend in-game currency on the stages for just a background. Okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Right. A background cool. in a fighting game. Um. So Eleven is kind of like Mokujin in Tekken, where you choose Eleven and you don't know who you're getting until the match actually starts. Well, so you you choose eleven, and what happens when the match starts? You are given one of the basically he eleven is a random select. You're what? not playing as eleven. Eleven morphs oh. into one of the characters. Oh fuck you! Oh. It's not even its own character. No, but he's a bonus character. He is not part of the season pass. Okay, okay. He's not but, even a real character. So he he's a random select, and when you're playing as him, like does he have his own Z trigger, or no. is that it's that character? It's Z that trigger. character. Everything everything is identical. Yes, he's like Mokujin. Do you know That's what Mokujin is in Tekken? Never, never heard Mokujin of Mokujin is like made out of logs. And the only way oh, to tell yeah. which character he is is by looking at the stance. So you don't even know who you have huh. until you start. Yeah, it's I actually very saw, clever. I, that, I, I like that, that trick to it. Yeah. Yeah, I like that aspect to it. I, I remember seeing that character repeatedly in like, you know, PSM and mm-hmm. those magazines Mokujin? back yeah. in the day. And, like, you would see him squaring off against, like, a kangaroo or a bear <laughs> yeah. or a person. And it's always like, oh, you Japanese fighting games sure are stupid. What else is going on? You just flip past that shit. Yeah. I was never interested in Tekken. So, the other thing they talked about in the Street Fighter, I haven't watched the entire thing yet because it was on, like, during the day. Uh, but they did some news on their winter update. They showed a whole lot of Dan, who actually looks really good. They showed a bunch of Rose. She looks good. There's a new mechanic, which I don't fully understand yet. I have to watch some more on it. And then they actually did reveal the real fifth character for this, and it's Oro from uh, Fifth Strike. They revealed a bunch. Of, like, yeah, there's, there's a whole bunch of them. I haven't watched like, the whole they, They've all been yet. announced. Yeah. yeah. Uh, new stream. The thing with Oro is that in, in, in Street Fighter 3 Third Strike, he fights with one, one arm tied behind his back because he's uh, just that good. Dan Rose, Oro, and Akira Kazama from Rival Schools. Yep, yep. Uh, in this one, he is holding a turtle all the time in yep. one hand. So he fights you with one hand, he's holding a turtle in the other hand to handicap himself, otherwise he would just destroy people too easily. <laughs> How, how's the turtle think for about or, This is Dan or Akira? No, no that's Oro. Oh, Oro. Oh, Oro's the old, old weird Oro's guy, Oro's the right? old guy, old weird guy, oh, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Dan right. has, his V-triggers are he can cancel out of any move with a taunt. So he can punch you and cancel into the taunt and then cancel out of the taunt into a special move. So for execution monsters, Dan actually looks really good. <laughs> I thought Dan was supposed to be no, wait, that's a different The joke character. character. No, Dan's usually yeah. the joke character. Yeah, he's supposed and, to be weak. Yeah, and he's actually looks like he's not weak this time around. He wasn't bad in Street Fighter Four either. He had a couple of really good moves. Hmm. Uh Street Fighter Two turned thirty last week. That's oh, how old you are. God. Um, no, that's a year younger than me. So t- tell us, Alex, what was it like being around when the world was born? Um, well, in the long, long ago. Well, the PS One era was hell in retrospect. That's true. The more like just kind of like dream versions of video games you'd eventually get. 
<laughs> what's it like? What What's it like to see death coming at you over the horizon? Um, I'm ready for it, honestly. <laughs> After 2020, we all are. Oh wow! That just... I I I, sh- I didn't have violent insurrection on my bingo card, but I really should have. In should retrospect, have. that should have been yeah. the center square. That's the freebie. Come on! Seriously. I thought that was too obvious. I honestly didn't think that they. Oh, could you have been paying attention to America? Yeah. Well, so they were busted in by money and interest. Let's see how long that holds up. Anything goes Street to 30 years. That makes me miss arcades. That makes me miss dark. Walking around without a mask, yeah. Smelly see, you, arcades. You had that experience. My arcade I did. experience. My arcade experience was was seedy, but it was lonesome because it was always me there alone That's during awful. the day because I was homeschooled. Oh, yeah. My, my good video game memories are playing, are specifically playing with my brother. Uh, like Super Mario World, uh, you know, that shit. Man, the arcade by my that house world. when I was growing up was so awful and great at the same time. They always, they had the good stuff in there, but it was just so dark and smelled vaguely of teenage BO all the time. Imagine Way how many awesome. children were kidnapped from arcades. <laughs> in, <laughs> Not in me, mall. that's all that matters. In the mall where I grew up, there was one of those places and it really, literally had... The gross fat guy with the stained shirt and that thing of coins on his belt that he would clip yeah. coins out of. Yeah. Like, that guy was real, and I met him, and I, I never saw his face. How do you <laughs> kill? Was... That's what has no life. Exactly. Like, he was always moving in a shadow. Uh, and eventually, that place closed down, and then Command HQ opened. And Command HQ was like, you remember that, remember that Penny Arcade comic where they, they make a, they make a lounge for themselves and it's like banks of video game consoles yeah. and like here's the consoles and here's the arcade cabinets and there's actually like a central thing, but in the, there's a central bar, but in the Command HQ, that central bar was full of all the shit you would buy with tickets at like a, um, you know, the, the most, uh, most pizza place, Chuck E. Oh, Cheese? Oh, yeah, Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. Yeah, it was full of all that shit, because there were all those kind of skee-ball games and shit like that there, too. It was, an, and Benny, the whole place was brightly lit, it had carpets everywhere, it was clean, it was amazing. Command HQ in Saskatoon. It's, there's no way it's still there. Oh, no. So, a couple of years ago, I was in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, which is basically just a tourist trap in eastern Tennessee, and I found a decent-sized arcade. Okay. Um, and I, I took my son there. And the problem is, is that the mainstays of my arcade youth were fighting games. You had Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter and Marvel vs. Capcom and other off-brand weird stuff. So there's always some kind of competition, people crowding around those machines. That's all gone. It's all, I mean, half of the machines were just like, put a token in and maybe win a prize. And some of them were actually games, but it was just, it felt, the whole thing felt off. Like someone was missing the entire point of an arcade. It's just, yeah, Yeah, they're, yeah. Anyway, well, the thing is now, okay, and we—I think we've had this conversation before. I think so. My experience, again, as a child, was that the games, the gaming experience, was better at home. Sometimes there were games that you could only play at the arcade. That's why you go to the arcade. Um, but as time went on, the gaming experience you got at home just continued to get better and better and better and better and better to the point where if you go to an arcade now and you look at the graphics in any game that's that sitting in a place bad. that oh, it's two generations arcade, behind. If not more, like PS2 gen, and then they they stop trying for arcade cabinets. It would seem. Yeah. Um, they're bad fucking games for people who don't know any better now. <laughs> yeah, because they're designed to take your quarter. They always yeah. were. It's just that gaming has grown. Yeah. So but as someone me, who enjoys games, 
but I appreciate you missed that aspect of it. But. One of my like clearest memories of like my early high school days is there was an arcade at, um, across the street in the mall. Walking in there and seeing Mortal Kombat for the first time and seeing somebody uppercut somebody. And it was just like, oh my god. To a teenage boy, it was the coolest thing in the entire world because it was bloody. I remember that to this day. And then I figured out Scorpion Spear and no one would play it against me anymore. <laughs> I love and COVID just, that Scorpion. That doesn't happen anymore. That just doesn't happen. Have you seen the COVID Scorpion? No. He's, he has the PPE mask. He's like, stay over there. <laughs> stay over there. Uh, so that's arcades, and that's his podcast. Did we lose chance? I think we might have. No, I, I muted myself, and I've been talking this whole time. And I was like, "And you're wondering why I was talking over you?" They never react anyway. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes <laughs> no, I, just, I just didn't notice. Uh, after years of trying, WB Games has successfully patented Shadow of Mordor's nemesis system. Boo! So uh, Sterling did a video on this, and they explained why it's bad and I understand that it's patenting a game mechanic like that especially when Warner Brothers didn't make it Monolith yeah. made it yeah, yeah. Well, Warner Brothers just owns the work it's, yeah like imagine imagine if only uh, Nintendo could make a game where people jumped fuck that that's right yeah I mean that's that's the extreme that they took it to in, in, in the last Jimquisition but it was yeah, it's a bad precedent. It's yeah, bad. no, like, I know that Sega tried to patent the Quest era a while ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, Namco Bandai had the playable minigames during a loading screen patented for forever. Yeah. yeah. I hate that one. Yeah. And now nobody oh. does it. Because load times are so short now, who cares? Yeah, we don't need it. Um, but yeah, no, it's really bad. But the thing is, I think the reason they were able to get away with it was because in the time that this suit began and ended, no one else came out with a similar system because it's not a valuable thing to have. No one gives a shit about those fucking games. No. Well, but the Nemesis system is was really cool. It's probably the best part of those Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor games. Yeah, and it wasn't that great either. Like It, no. was, it was like a kind of interest. Yeah, but it was kind of interesting. It was kind of interesting and had some kind of payoff, but you could always tell that I don't know. It never felt great. It felt okay. like a slog most yeah. of the time. Know, but, okay, what's funniest about this is fine. They patented the Nemesis system in a game with combat ripped off from Batman Arkham Asylum. Exactly, And movement yeah. ripped off of Assassin's Creed. Well, those companies didn't patent it, I guess. They're stupid. Oh, well. Uh, this is why your country deserves to burn. <laughs> I would argue that no country deserves to burn. A lot of okay. innocent people in that crossfire. Lots of All children. Right, Lots of children, Chance. <laughs> This 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 sense of entitled, like, as if Warner Brothers is entitled to own a. Okay, obviously I don't want Americans to burn. Fuck. Right. What I I'm know. saying is this is this is why the country continues to slide I know, <laughs> into it's, that it's, direction because it, Warner Brothers thinks that they have any right to this. Th this is the and age I, of surveillance agrees. capitalism, and it fucking sucks. I, I hear you. Yeah, 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 a, judge yeah. a judge agrees, and that's fucking gross. But you know what? That judge is there because. That's what Americans voted for, so yep. enjoy. The people that paid for his, uh, you know, <laughs> lost law school like student debt and calling favors. And uh, it's fine, because they make the laws. Did anyone watch the trailer for the re-announcement of Six Days in Fallujah? No, I don't no, care. No, fuck it. 
Me neither. Uh, Six Days in Fallujah was announced in 2001 and then canceled. Wow. So apparently it's a big deal that it's back. Um, sure. It's coming out this year, which is on its own is news. Apparently yeah. it's actually coming out 2021. Okay, that's kind of news. Makes me want to, maybe I should have watched that trailer. But I think of someone taking a game that you started working on 20 years ago and releasing it today, and that just sounds like a bad game. It's like Duke Nukem again. Yeah, I don't need to play that. No. Like that was the first Bush administration. Well, that's why I want to. That's why I, I should see the trailer before you know lipping off about it. Because maybe it's a completely different thing and it looks amazing. And super like, next if you're not gonna outdo freaking Spec Ops the line, what, what are we doing? Uh, we don't know. None of us watched the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> we have no idea. Okay, that's we're doing this. All right, fine, okay. fine. Here we go. One day in Fallujah. What was it six days or one day or? Yeah, sorry, six days. Six days Six in Fallujah. Days in Fallujah game. Announcement play. trailer 4K YouTube. Oh, on an ad. Thank you, YouTube. Official trailer IGN. All right. And that's what I want. Twelve hours ago. Playing muted. I'm playing with sound as soon as the ad stop. Okay, here we go. All right. So this is a three-minute trailer. A bunch of blackness. I'm skipping past the blackness. I am now to real to life scenes of them pulling down to the same statue. Very tasteful. Oh, this isn't. Oh, wait a minute. Gameplay. I'm still not. I'm still with live action stuff. Where's the wait actual gameplay? Skipping ahead. Bored with this. I don't know. Here we go. No. What? Shut up. Your face. Let me see what the game looks like. Cutscenes. Okay, this is pre rendered. Pre-rendered, not. It's urban. Gameplay. It's urban combat. Uh, urban combat in a bomb city. Um, oh, so like every Call modern. of Duty ever? Shh. Yes. Yeah, but it looks third person. And, again, you know, and here's a war. Here's a war has space monsters and homosexual yeah, romance. So no, come on. No space oh, does it? Does it? Well, not really. It's oh, just no, in, in, it, in it my head. It has in romance. my head, Marcus Phoenix is is gay as a picnic basket. Even See, I I had I had Baird and uh, Cole. Personally. To the same, Ooh, to the same degree that yeah. Fast and Furious is. What? Fast and the Furious? Who's yeah, Dom? And... Who's Dom fucking? Um, who's Dom's guy. Dom? The blonde guy. Dom? Oh, who, <laughs> who Dom's Dom? Yeah. Uh, the brunette chick. Okay, but yeah. Dom, Dom's the blonde guy. The guy who That's died? That's Baird. Yeah, Paul Walker. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You ever saw that treatment where, like, they're driving along and they flip upside down and then they kiss? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, now you know what I'm talking about. Okay. God, no, that's a, I think it's American about. Dad. It is. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> that's one of my favorites. <laughs> that horrible-looking Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake has been, quote, delayed indefinitely. I put this at the bottom because it's good news as far as I'm no, concerned. No, it is good news. Yeah, it looks like shit. Yeah. It looked like shit, and I'm really glad they put it back in the oven. Uh, quote, while the team tries to deliver a remake that feels fresh while remaining faithful to the original. Okay, so here's what you do. You keep the rewinding time mechanic in your platformer because that's useful and fun. You make it gorgeous and stylish as shit because that's Prince of Persia. It's not, you know, reimagining the technology of how the technology of 1992 would look today. Hey, <laughs> hey, was... hey, keep the soundtrack. Soundtrack's fine. I like the soundtrack, yeah. The soundtrack's uh, fantastic. Wait, uh, uh, of Two Of the uh, Sands of Time. Oh, Sands of Time. Sands of Time. That, that one sequence where you're running down the endless stairs, beautiful music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the first one, the first one had something, it was... Trying. It was kind of, it was definitely, tr- but it was trying and succeeding because for its time, it was a great looking game. It yeah. was. Absolutely. And, 
uh, it, it ripped off that, you know the villain from freaking uh, Len, but we didn't yeah. care. No, we didn't care. Um, it's because what it did is in the same way that like the Mist in Silent Hill Two was a fuck up of the engine, but just happened to really work and enhance the game. There was something dreamlike and beautiful about Sands of Time at oh, the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Something kind of fuzzy and like anyway. But it's been a long time, and those oh, sharp God. versions of those ugly characters from twenty years ago do not look good. We need. It, it look came at how out few the polygons. Same, it came out the same year the Lord of the Rings trilogy ended. Think about it. Oh my! What? That was all. Two thousand three. Sands of Time. The mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings trilogy ended two thousand three. Mm-hmm. Those game. Those movies no. have been out. There's yep. no, no way. Return of the King came out in two thousand three. Yes, it did. No. Hold on. Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. I'm Googling The first this one and... was 2001, second one 2002, third one. No, no, they were two years apart. No, they weren't. Return of the year King. After two... year after year after year. Return of the King 2003. Alex is right. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah. So uh... fucking old. Mm-hmm. How's it taste? It, yeah. Like Bitter. Copper. Like copper, like a penny. <laughs> like an old penny. Mm, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the dry blood. You'll get used to it. I never uh, did buy the 4K edition of those movies. I probably should have. Uh, Two Tower really Extended co- Edition really bugged me, as I remember. Uh, I've heard they screwed the colors up on the 4K version, so that the Blu-ray no. one color is better. You know, I got the entire series off PSN. I don't worry about it. Just stream it, and whatever whatever my cable company will give me at the time. Hey. Yeah. You know what? I'll ask you once we're stopped, once we've stopped recording. But I have, I have a household bills question for you. Hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, here we go. Headlines. Uh, on a stream the other day, Silent Hill composer Akira Yamaoka, Yamaoka said that a project will be announced this summer. Quote, I think it's the one you're hoping to hear about. Oh, sh- stop it. The stop stream, it. The stream was removed from all sources shortly after. That's well, not, damn it. No. Why? Oh. Who knows? Uh. Who knows? But you know what? Oh, it's you, the you remember Nintendo getting all skittish because someone leaked you know, the... the uh, Link series, and they pulled the whole thing. But, yeah. <sighs> fuck. Well, Yamaoka was in the medium, so clearly it's the medium too, because we need more childhood rape creating monsters in our games. Yeah, that's not gross. Mm-hmm. Oh, spoilers! That's what I didn't talk about last week. No, we did. I remember that conversation. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know up, the details, but I brought yeah. up Alice. Oh God, no! Like, doesn't make you a monster necessarily. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and. Oh no! Like the cycle perpetuates itself. Plenty, but it, it doesn't like it. It it's a tired trope, sure and it, we saying. need to do better. Are you saying that using child abuse as a as a storytelling thing shouldn't be done? No, I'm saying like just like there's too many like villains in media that like were abused, hmm. and like it, it's used as like the only thing that made them evil, and I don't like that. I feel like people okay. still make choices, okay. and that needs to be things. Yeah. Things can be executed poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, but at the same time, it's, um, it, it comes it, off as lazy. I'm, I'm, I'm in this, I, I think, in this situation. I think lazy execution comes off as lazy. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to take anything off any narrative table ever. Okay. Because everything deserves discussion, especially when we're talking about those lazy Jews. I, what? Not. Where are we going with that? No I'm not going to touch up with the temple personally. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Confused and a little scared right am, now. For, for the listener, for the listener, I am ethnically Jewish. Yeah, wasn't going to touch it. <laughs> I'm Polish and Italian. What can I do with that? I'm Scotch Irish. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Ooh, Polish and you Italian. Go. You can cook. 
I can't. You got, you, got, you got Polish sausage. You got Italian fucking everything. You, we have boiled potatoes. <laughs> and my last name in Italian actually means hemp, which means I actually come from a long line of marijuana growers. That's awesome. It is actually pretty cool. <laughs> well, you know, mostly rope. There's no THC in hemp. I know, but still. Yeah, but wasn't wasn't it p- possible for hemp to take out the cotton industry? It was. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of that. Hemp got, yeah, hemp got steamrolled in the States. Yeah, we're also buying a lot of milk. No one will ever drink. It's this whole thing. So I'm trying to picture, I'm trying to picture a villain who's villainous without any sort of trauma in their past. And what kind of person has no trauma in their past? The the wealthy. No, I disagree. No. I think of the the type of childhood that produces an adult like Donald Trump. Oh yeah, Father, horrendous emotional em- abuse in that. May I have an embrace? Speak to the nanny. God, you know, like his mother is a Dickensian villain. <laughs> sure, like yeah. Um, like, good so, God. So yeah, like I, I feel like if anyone is going to be a villain, it's probably because they yeah. they you know some some shit went down. <laughs> and I'm not saying that shit went down between the years of six and fifteen because mm. those are the formative. It's just yeah. yeah. Although, you know what I think of? I think, uh, do you remember Hannibal? The yes. original story for Hannibal Lecter? No. You, did you see it? Never. Yeah. Um, well, he was tortured you, by Nazis or something? Uh, no, actually, I think they were Russian soldiers. Uh-huh. Um, what it was, was, you know, Hannibal was a preternaturally intelligent boy, and so on and so forth, and he had a little sister whom he loved very, very much, named Misha. And then, I think it was World War II, uh, they were, uh, their their beautiful chateau in the mountains got emptied out because of the war, but um, they couldn't get away in time, so they had to go off into a hunting lodge in the woods, and there they stayed for as long as they could, uh, him and Misha, and their family, and their cooks, and everything. And then one day, uh, some guys came and killed the adults or something, or the adults all died. And so it, and so they cannibalized everyone else, and there was just Hannibal and Misha. And eventually, um, they took Misha away. And that night, they finally had something to eat. And uh, and then uh, then the storm lifted, and the men were gone. And Hannibal found his way back to the mansion. And the rest of the book is Hannibal becoming a young man and learning that he really likes killing people and cooking them. Um, at no point does the story feel necessary. At no point does that story that I just told you about Misha feel like it really explains the person this guy became. <laughs> like, it doesn't feel like a, a, a that Silence of the Lambs was the payoff for this. Um why can't it's, we have a villain who's evil just because they like being evil? Well, um, there's there are well, I don't know there, like there being are snidely like, whiplash evil like yeah uh, I mean those, just those like, aren't those aren't interesting uh, read about a lot of like believe. the rank and file Nazis they're just like they are torture people for the fuck of it it's not an interesting mm. story but they're just really boring awful people mm. yes and it, it's boring, more awful, it's, it's more interesting, interesting. yeah yeah it's more interesting banality of evil and all that. Yes, more com- yes, and and the banality of evil is terrifying. It is. Yes, and it occurs so much, and we and we are numbed to it. Like we've we've been numbed to stories of kids, you know, giving their parents all their savings because their parents can't make rent. It's fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, God, there was somewhere I was going with this. 
Where were we? Back us up like 15 seconds, Alex. Uh, Hannibal Hill? didn't ring true because there was nothing going on in his past. Yes. Um, origin stories. Fuck. Well, in this, yeah, I mean, it went done well. Trauma. 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 People, oh, yeah, yeah. And what makes a Silent good villain? Yeah, Thanos. Thanos thought he was doing an ethical thing. That right? was. I love that angle. I really did. That's that. That's the thing, though. Is the, those are the interesting villains? Or are those the ones where I'm doing this because Daddy hit me? I'm or the I'm, only one that knows this. Is, exactly. Or I'm I'm doing this because you'll thank me for this later. You just don't understand now. Like those villains are more interesting than the than yeah. You'll never stop me, Whiplash. <laughs> but you know? like even in like the last scene he's in, he, he like defines it even further. Like, well, I need people to be grateful for what I did for them. Yeah. So I'm just going to rewrite all this shit. Yeah. 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 In the comic book, he did it, he did it because he was trying to impress death. And I'm, yes. I'm glad. He's, made yeah, he thing. specifically did it to get some intergalactic pussy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like actually, the Pol Pot if you've seen, <laughs> If you've seen death as she appears in Marvel Comics, not a bad, not a bad looking avatar. Yeah, but of, you, know, you know who uh, death falls for? Of the concept of mortality. What? Deadpool. Nah. I mean, that makes sense. I like it. <laughs> I love that, and that's why Thanos like cursed like, curse Deadpool with immortality. I'm, that, they might be that, setting that up because they already makes... had, um, oh god, who played Thanos? Josh Brolin. Josh, Josh Brolin, Brolin playing yeah. Well, Cable. Josh Brolin was Cable. Yeah, that actually yeah. makes a lot of sense because both Death and Deadpool have a pretty strong sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Yasuke. Yasuke is just something I read on while well, scrolling Twitter this week that I thought was a really interesting little factoid. Okay, remember when a long time ago we were talking about Ghost of Tsushima, and I was, oh god, I closed the windows. Um, John Blackthorn. I, I had these freaking Wikipedia windows open. Okay, and I'm talking about Ghost of Tsushima, and I'm talking about the novel Shogun, and the real historical figure of William Adams. Right. Mm-hmm. Who was uh, one of the first uh, foreigners to land in Japan, apparently one of the first uh, white guys ever made samurai, right? Okay. Okay, Yusuke. Y U S. Y A S. Y A S. Y A S. Okay, Y A S U K E. I beat you to it. I didn't know the story until I'm reading it on Wikipedia. It's fascinating. Fucking amazing. Um, okay, Yasuke, and this is straight from Wikipedia, was the retainer of African origin who served under the Sengoku period, yeah, uh, the Japanese daimyo Odo Nobunaga. In 1579, Yasuke arrived in Japan in the service of an Italian Jesuit missionary. So, William Adams, uh, in 1600, landed in Japan a year later. So. Yasuke was there first. Yasuke would go on to become the first foreign-born samurai. Nice. It was a black guy. Fucking amazing, and there are, there is no there is no real information about his early life here. There's theories about his early life because it's not documented. Um, but yeah, just fuck. I never knew that. Oh, I'm gonna break your heart. What from the same Wikipedia article? What in May 2019 it was announced that Chad McBoseman was set to portray Yasuke in a live mm-hmm. acting film as well as produce it. That hurts. <sighs> that hurts. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have we seen um, Black hearing... Bottom yet? Black... Ma Rainey's no. Black Bottom. Okay, well, I started watching it, and I, I was working that day, and I just kept. It's it's a it's it's theatrical. It can be kind of exhausting sometimes. That's the thing is, I didn't. Yeah, 
But man, he you can he's really skinny in it, and you go like, yeah, he knew this is gonna be the last oh. thing, and he kills it. Oh. It's not really Ma Rainey Ma Rainey's show. Hmm. And I get how that kind of takes some credits off, but Chadwick's so good in it. The dialogue was really um, it's a lot. Meaty. No, uh, chewy. I don't know. There's yeah, no, it, it's it. Really they're filling up a lot of it. dead air. It yeah, feels like I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. It's it's theatrical. Conversational. Mm-hmm. And finally, the last and best headline of the week: Ratchet and Clank ripped to fart is coming June eleventh. Wait, ripped to fart? Well, okay. Ripped apart. See how, you know how, you see know how every single one's a joke. Every single one's a joke, and it took me this long to figure out what ripped apart. That's pretty good. Ripped apart is supposed to be. That's a pretty ripped good. Ripped apart is ripped apart. What was a crack uh, in time? Uh, I don't crack get time's just a crack in time. Yeah. No, there was going to be something else. It was, it was because it, it was originally supposed to be clock blockers. Is one. That's that's the which had was the pirate one. The, um, the quest for one booty. For, yeah, yeah, quest, quest for, booty. for booty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Up your arsenal, going commando. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm so glad they're still doing it. Uh, I love Insomniac so much. Me too, especially after uh, um, after Spider Man. Between Spider Man and the last that Ratchet and Clank 2016, they just finally kind of like, made a masterpiece. Yeah, they're they're making chicken soup lately, and I really like it. Hey, who hates it? I love chicken soup. There is an yeah. issue with Rift Apart, though. Hmm. What's that? It is adhering to the new price point. Oh yeah, no, it absolutely is. Uh, there's uh, well, you can pay twenty bucks. Well, the thing is, this is common. You pay another twenty bucks for some kind of digital deluxe. No, no, no. Version. The standard edition is sixty nine dollars American. Oh yeah, and um, and if you want. A reasonable price to buy digitally, like the the physical edition is ten bucks less than the digital edition for some reason. No idea why. That seems I'm not buying any more physical games. Well, you're not. I am. I'm buying this. Physically? Well, not physically. No, not physically. Digitally. I was gonna say, but I, I mean, I, I have credit for put aside that I'll probably end up picking this up. And but have the it. fact, the fact that, uh, well, and then for you it's good. Then, no, seven, you it's seven, good. But it's seventy bucks. Yeah, but it'll be ten. It would be ten bucks more if it was, it was digital. That's what I'm saying. No, it's I'm weird. buying it digitally. Oh, I've got all sorts of credit on PSN. Oh, then yes, then when yes, I unloaded you're, all you're... the old all my old stuff. Okay, well then pre-order and it'll be ten bucks cheaper. I'll check tonight. I don't and like the I don't like the Sony's running with the new seventy dollar price point. Hey man, I'm not uh, assuming these things are cheap to make. I'm grateful for the release. I there had better not be any DLC. It better all be in the game. I hope you so. bucks for it. I can't remember. Oh yeah, the last game they made DLC for was Spider-Man 2018. So well, that was the last could, game. Yeah, it could happen. Well, I'm just hey, trying to think of it. Just like to think Spider-Man of was. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it was pretty good DLC. Insomniac makes good games. There is a brand new triple A first-party Ratchet and Clank game coming out in like oh, what? I'm three let's stop. Months? Let's stop. Poking, yeah. Like this I, is I just good it. news. I'm this looking like, forward to it, but I'm like, not gonna like it. <laughs> this is this is like a friend announcing that they're pregnant. This is just good news. I, just because yeah. she's got two other kids doesn't mean we can't be happy for this one. Okay, don't, don't. Why, why would you make this about that? <laughs> I'm a, we're I'm happy. A bitch. Be happy you can't, for us. You can't stop me. You can't stop me. I'm gonna complain. That's all I got. I'll still play it. That's all happy. I got to. Filthy Jews. Okay. I can't, it's just. I, I, I feel like we're being baited, and I don't appreciate I, I, it. I don't know why. No, it's this guy at work. <laughs> this guy at work, I think. Oh, 
once he owed me five bucks whenever I brought it up. <laughs> oh, like, man, you, oh, man, you still owe me five bucks. Right. He's like, oh, is that getting to you, Jew? And I'm like, what? Whoa. Why would you go wow. that way? Not okay. It? It's not like, it's not like uh, I walk around with a yarmulke or anything. I don't observe. Like, if anything, I'm kind of Christian. Like, we have a Christmas tree in this house. What, you got that pack of gold around your neck, right? No, I got nothing around my neck. <laughs> I used to wear a rosary as a kid. Because oh, I just really? thought it was cool. Oh, God, it, it was beautiful. It's calming, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. And uh, what it was, was it was an old thing of green marble it was green wow. marble stones but instead of the beads being you know like literal beads where there's a thread through the middle what it was was each one had an indent around the outside that wire wrapped around and then was twisted into a little loop to join to the next piece next bead. sounds beautiful it was absolutely gorgeous and the only reason i stopped wearing it was because i had a friend whose best friend was catholic and that catholic best friend was very offended that i would wear a rosary so I broke the rosary and turned it into a bracelet that I wore throughout all of high school until I was like 25. Loved that huh. thing. Huh. Gorgeous. A, a green, um, uh, what's that thing that's always countertops? Yeah, green marble rosary beads. Absolutely. Oh, I love green marble. I love marble in general. Yeah. No, it was. Love nice. that clack. Yeah. And you can hit somebody with it, you know, mm-hmm. if pressed, just whack. Take some teeth out. Uh-huh. Uh, not once I turned it into a... Nah, it wasn't heavy enough anymore, yeah. No, but it, it just occurred to me, like, it literally never came off because uh, there wasn't a clasp once I turned it into a bracelet. It was like the metal was tw- the metal was permanently twisted onto my wrist. You could not take it off without breaking it. Eventually broke. Damn. Well, you know. Sacrifices for fashion. <laughs> just right. like a Jew. Okay. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. I can't. I can't. So. Every, technically, everything I say is just like a Jew. I, 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 Do you remember when I was talking about video games earlier? Yeah. Everything I said is exactly what a Jew would say. <laughs> I don't know so, why. I don't know why. At <laughs> work today, I was working on cleaning up a, a statue. Okay. What do you mean cleaning a statue? What was the statue it, it, it's made of? A, it's a wooden statue, and I was stripping the finish off of it. Ooh. And it was it was a pretty intricate thing, because I, I soaked it in my chemicals, but then I had to go after it with an old dental tool trying to get in all the crevices. Neat. And okay. it, was, it was a statue that it was in the same pose as the thinker, oh. but it was clearly a black gentleman hmm. in slave clothes. Oh. oh. Right? How tall is the statue? Um. Oh, maybe a foot and a half. Maybe two feet. Not very big. Not okay. very big. And this was like like carved by hand, out of wood. I believe it was hand carved. Yeah. yeah. Good God, that sounds amazing. Go on. No, it's a cool looking statue. The person brought it in because it's the previous owner had put gross finish on it, and I was cleaning it all off. And that's all we were, we weren't doing anything else. We're just cleaning mm-hmm. it and giving it back. And it, it already looked better when I was done. But I mean, this guy is in his thinker pose, and I'm digging around with my my dental tool. Mm-hmm. And in my head, suddenly I had this voice coming from the statue going, this cracker-ass cracker is poking my nuts. I'm like, it was oh. just kind of... <laughs> you had nuts? No, but I was digging nuts? around in there with oh, my dental okay, tool trying okay. to get the stuff out of there. I'm like, you wouldn't believe the day I had. <laughs> Snatch off the shelf by this mealy mouth honky. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just kind of, anyway, that's kind of... <laughs> Yeah, I, I can not, say I'm that not, about I'm, white people. That's fine. I can because white people don't have any good racial epithets about us, do we? We really don't. Um, crackers, well, don't. best. Crackers crack, pretty good. The, crackers the, pretty good. The thing is, okay. The thing is, for years, you know what I thought cracker meant? I thought cracker was similar to the notion of white bread. Um, which yeah. 
seasonless. That that's the thing is I always thought white bread okay. was literally about bread, yeah, <laughs> and not not the word b r e d. And I thought that the word cracker was tied to the notion that white people are flavorless. Therefore, when you think, when you say the word cracker, what I saw was the, a saltine that you would put in tomato soup <laughs> in my head. It's not a bad way of picturing it. Well, I was a child. I was innocent, right? I know. It took me until I was probably 25 or something until someone explained to me that it's actually a reference to the sound a whip makes. Yeah. But... <sighs> I, Still, I, I'm but not those are words that anybody can say to make fun of white people, and it doesn't really work, unfortunately. It's kind of like, eh, I'm, um, not offended. I'm not offended. It's not honky, cracker. It doesn't let them bother me. It's kind of, eh. Well, here's the, okay. It's, I, mean, I am not dealing I saw, with a history I of. I thing I really, really liked the other day. Um, I forget who it was, but it was on YouTube. And the guy's joke was that if I'm walking down the street at 1130 at night, and I see a six foot a uh, six foot five white guy in a hoodie with his hands in his pockets walking towards me down the sidewalk. I'm going to cross to the other side of the street. <laughs> if I'm walking down the street at 1130 at night as a white man, if I see a black man who's six five with his hoodie and his hands in his pockets walking towards me, I'm just going to wish that I could cross to the other side of the street, but I won't because <laughs> I don't want to look racist. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like... Uh, white people are more afraid of being seen as racist than actually than, being racist. Than, yeah, um, yeah, I think. I think not enough of us. I don't think. Well, not an, okay. None of an obviously not enough Americans are afraid of being racist. Uh, more of you need to be afraid of being racist, and you could best exemplify that by just stopping any racist activity or speech whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, no one would ever suspect it if you just stop being fucking racist to people, um, and you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Well, you know, it's important to call yourself out or allow others to, because I don't think I don't think most people. There are people. There are absolutely people who are like, race war is coming. We got to get ready to kill. Like there are yeah, those Charles people. Manson. Yeah, absolutely. Those people exist. There are people who storm the Capitol who absolutely yeah. believe that. I believe that, or that that they believe in that shit. But I think a lot of people uh, espouse or ally themselves with those groups without any real belief in that whatsoever. And those who yeah, have the those Blue Lives Matter shit quiet down real hard. Well, as soon as they, I uh, didn't even know as, that was as, a thing. Yeah, as soon as the racist killed, as soon cop. as Sicknick died, yeah. Yep. Beaten to death by an American flag. Oh my god, seriously? Yeah, man. That is symbolic as shit. Isn't it just? Beautiful. But I can still make fun of white people though, right? Yes. Yeah, but but don't put on... We should never uh, stop. Don't put on what one may describe as an urban patois to do it. I... But accents are funny. They... they yeah, yeah. Well, I've never actually heard a white person one. talk like this, and I uh, honestly hadn't ever have. I'm just I'm just saying you should you know I, I could see you getting in trouble for that. You know I, what? I bet people white people used to talk like that until Richard Pryor brought it up and then everyone stopped. What uh, white people talk like what? The Richard Pryor was the first one to do the white guy voice. Okay, well, what did he sound like when he did it? Because I, I our, our seats were right here. Yeah, uh, we sat down here and we went to get some snacks. Well, we're not sitting here now. <laughs> I think I think of uh, any. I think of Eddie Murphy's white guy voice, which is really just a lot of a lot of nasal, a lot of nasal stuff. Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff on nasal. And I haven't paid for this newspaper. No, it's yeah. okay. 
And, I, and, and Dave Chappelle's is a little further back. It's a little further back. It's a little well, more entitled. He lives out in the country. He's got, he's got some hickey. I want some goddamn respect and a bank loan. <laughs> yeah. So good. See, that's okay. So, okay, why... so I, I just did an impression of two black men. <laughs> yes. And it was not problematic. Um, because I wasn't doing, because I was doing an impression of a specific person. In the same way, if I put my my attention yeah, to trying right. to do a Morgan Freeman voice, it's not really that offensive. But if I was trying to be one of those fucking don't, squirrels don't, from don't, the PSP ads, don't let anyone trick you into offensive. doing an Eddie Murphy impression. It's not going to work. I don't know. I, I think I think of his O face uh, bit. I bet I could do that. Mm. I love that bit. <laughs> but how everyone looks looks stupid when they orgasm. Never saw you see that the bit. ice cream bit. That's I a good one. Ice cream. And you ain't got none. <laughs> I don't know that bit. <laughs> That's from Delirious. Oh, Jesus. Which is really old and. and yeah. oh, was it the rest of the red leather one? Yeah. Yeah. See, see yeah, when I, I was. When yeah, I was like. That's edge well. <laughs> maybe not, but I think it's on. It's I think it's on Netflix now. It is. Yeah. It absolutely um, is. I, I, think I, want, I want to see Dolman is my name. I don't know why I haven't done it. Oh, you haven't seen that shit I yet? know, I know, I know, I know. It's great. It is. Yeah. It's fun. It's just fun. Go watch it. That, that's, that's a good Sunday afternoon right there. Mm. Yeah. Proof that he still can make good movies. So I, 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 needed, I needed one more good movie, and now I'm very happy. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, before I get myself in trouble, I guess... <laughs> From the accent, silly voices police in here. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Hey, you're, <laughs> you're canceled, motherfucker. <sighs> I knew it was going to happen eventually. <laughs> yeah, but oh, why man. was it going to be me first? Come on. Why, why, why? Just because I wanted hey, we, to cook we, and eat we... one of my girlfriend's ribs? Fine. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. Let's do Army Hammer. We got to. Oh. We, no, we haven't talked but about that... it. We haven't, oh, we we haven't brought up Army Hammer. Here's the thing. The he would have been dropped by his agent if there wasn't worse shit about to come out. Yes. Yes. I mean, everyone who had anything to do with him just walked away um i think hashtag alex is right there might be a body somewhere <laughs> i don't know if i said that but yeah probably yeah um and yeah it was all like i i don't i don't even remember the exact example but i decided once i saw a headline that someone that he had been dropped i was like you know what i probably do owe it to to myself to know if I should ever enjoy an Army Hammer thing again. And I clicked on it, and I read, and I don't even remember what I read. A part of my job is dealing with documentation, but then consciously forgetting what I've seen. Mm. I also smoke weed recreationally, so that makes this very easy for me. <laughs> to the point that perhaps I do it uh, unconsciously too much, but I, I, so I dipped my toe in there just to see what apparently he did, and I was like, yeah, I can never watch. Yikes. I can never watch, uh... Nope. I know again. I was gonna watch the social network again anyway. I'm you know, I know and I was never gonna watch the social network, but I didn't hate that Rebecca movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that Rebecca movie. I I like Man from Uncle. Man, Man from Uncle Fuck. That was fun. And you know what? One day it's gonna come out about uh Henry Cavill. Cavill? No, Henry Cavill. Yeah, something's gonna Yeah, he's already got it coming. You can already taste it around. Yeah, he, he like seems a little cologne. I don't know. I don't know. I got a soft spot for a guy like that that can build his own PC. Look, I agree. I like him. Um, I love Man from Uncle. Uh, He's too trustworthy. What's his angle? <laughs> but something's gonna. I gear. No, he's no. He's too good What's looking. Wrong with Henry he's Campbell? too. What is he's he... too good looking and confident. I guarantee you, he's been horrible to someone. He was Geralt. Yes, he was. 
He was yes, Superman. He was. And and you know what? He uh, wasn't my, a very good Superman. When, he was we, pretty good, yeah. When, no, when I was not. a kid, my no. parents would not let me watch that Eddie Murphy show. We listened to Bill Cosby. It's true. So yeah, it doesn't matter that he was Geralt. He's he could have terror, horrible, horrible skeletons. I hope he doesn't. He's Man, what what has it been like world. to be? Um, oh, who was the romantic lead in um, High Fidelity? She's on the Cosby Show. Um, one of the kids. Yeah, Felicia Rashad. No, that's the must of the mother. I don't Damn remember. It. High Fidelity was like twenty. I never watched High Fidelity. Uh, High Fidelity the original. Yeah. Like I understand that it was big. I don't know who Mer- High Fidelity was big for. The original High Fidelity. I know there's a like a resurgence. There's a, are we talking about the new series? There is a new, Lisa Bonet. Imagine being Lisa Bonet, calling him out twenty years before anyone really gave a shit. Just, so we're talking about Henry. No, Lisa Bonet called oh, out Cosby, Cosby years ago, oh, oh. and everyone hated her for it, and her career ended. What's it? What, what was that like? Just thinking, um, like people like him will never be brought to justice. No, no. There's a. Wait, I don't see Lisa Bonet in High Fidelity. In the, in the oh, I think she, she is. I'm looking at the cast. No, I, re- list. I remember. I remember. No, I can. Oh, see there her she is. Never mind. Yeah, like it's her it's her second billing on MVP. Um, no, she's like fifth. But anyway. Uh, oh wait, no, she's got second billing on Google. Yeah. She's still oh she hasn't worked since 2017. Yeah, there is there is literally uh there is a term for that Alex. Cassandra, Cassandra of ancient Greece was a Trojan priestess yeah, of Apollo yeah. in Greek mythology cursed to utter true prophecies but never to be believed. Mhm. You know what's awful? If somebody put out one of those old Cosby records, I'd still listen to it. They're not bad. They're uh, someone, awesome. They're if someone, hilarious. If someone put on one of those old Cosby records, I would just immediately be transported to my childhood, just like uh, Anton Ego taking a bite of the ratatouille at the end of the movie. It, I it, it's a bit about the the dad racing the football player and him immediately just like the first time he gets on TV, just turning to be like, hi, ma. <laughs> so good, but fuck him dead. That monster. <laughs> Like, just reading about his profile for his victims was just, like, someone who's just got a taste of fame and will keep their mouth shut. Well, we go back to uh, Prophet. Yeah. It's it's um, the victims um, weighed what... And the thing is, when it's Bill fucking Cosby and the woman who played his daughter in the Cosby show came out and tried to say something and her career ended, what's going to happen if I say something, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So everyone loved her and he'll send me to college. If I don't say anything, I guess I'm not saying anything. Gosh, gross. And I'm just not going to sit down for a few hours. Also, what can you prove? Exactly. Well, it turns out enough. Eventually enough, enough, enough people, enough, enough, 60 enough fucking women come forward. Yeah. And yeah, so that, that's that. If that's not the face of rape culture right there, fuck that. Yep. Yeah, well, that was oh, that's thing. a great note. What'd you yeah. think? Right. So June eleventh, Ratchet and Clank, yay! Ripped a fart. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, got an exit on the left. <laughs> yeah. All right. If anyone knows comedy, it's the Jews. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that was a song in um, Monty Python's musical. You, you can't it? be successful in Hollywood if you don't have Jews. Did you not see Spam a lot? Um, no, I don't think I ever did. Oh. I, I also never saw uh, the the Mormon, the Book of Mormon. Um, what's his I face? Wesselton, uh, Wash was the first run on that, apparently. Um, Wesselton? I don't know. I don't know oh, God. 
Uh, Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk, okay. Was first Alan run Tudyk. on Spam a lot. Oh, now I understand what you mean. Okay. Yeah, on, on, yeah okay. No, I, I, saw that, I saw Spam a lot way, way off Broadway. Like, they mm. came to my town, so it was good. Anyway. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was years no. ago, but it was good. He doesn't sing enough. All right, so, yeah, well. Is there anything out this week? Is there anything good coming? No. I don't think so. Honestly, Rage 2 on on Epic sounds, sounds about as good as it's going to get. Yeah. I'm going to you know, play some ball, do some healing. There you go. Yeah. All right. In that case, Alex, thank you for being here. Always. Jan, thank you for talking. Like a Jew. Thank you, everyone, <laughs> oh for listening. We will see you in a week. What up, folks? Uh, oh.